Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. On a very special Spooktober episode, we put on our silver shamrock mask, pray to the cult of Thorn, turn on Dangertainment, and get ready to celebrate Halloween kills on Normies Like Us. I met this six-year-old child with the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. It's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. You heard it up top, normies. It's the big one. We're talking the slasher of all slashers. And evil dies tonight. Because we're talking Halloween. Close to Halloween here on Normies Like Us with your hosts... Um, hmm, I, I'm going to say Silver Colin. All right. Well, this is real uh, softball, but it's <laughs> Michael oh, Myers. Uh, <laughs> uh, Doctor Jumas. I don't know. I didn't think. I didn't think about this one at all. <laughs> that was good, though. Yeah, I didn't I like either. It. So I'm just going to be uh, Jacob Myers. I'm going to be Rob Zombie's Jacob Myers. sister. I don't no have uh, I don't have a Halloween themed shirt, but I have my Battlestar Galactica in honor of uh, Halloween Resurrection, starring uh, Katie Sackoff. So Ooh. that's my deep cut. Oh, there you go, there you go. Yeah, it right. makes sense. So yeah, as Colin said, this is the Halloween episode. Not to be confused with our Halloween episode, uh, the Spooktacular, but this is the Halloween episode talking everything in the Halloween franchise. That's right. Even Halloween it's three. Be- yeah, That's it's right. going to be a especially an epic one, I think. Halloween three, especially Ooh. depending on what you believe. Um, yeah, it's going to be a big one, I think, guys. I mean, let's start with Colin. What's your history kind of with the Halloween franchise in general? We just got Halloween Kills, so it's kind of back in you know people's minds. But what's your your history? With I love it? the Halloween movies. I've never seen one in theaters outside of the 2018 new one. Um, somehow, you know, I just was not into this kind of like big slasher movement as a kid. We kind of talked about it in Scream. I didn't really see those either. Mm. I have a big memory attached to, you know, one Halloween night being like 12 years old and the bad neighbor kids, Robbie and Logan, running around kind of pranking stuff, like throwing eggs at people's houses. My dad was one of those guys who would just leave like a bowl of Tootsie Rolls out. So we'd get hit pretty fucking hard on pranks. And I remember Halloween the movie on TV as Michael Myers is stabbing somebody, hearing a bunch of eggs splatter in our house and fucking jumping up and freaking out of my mind. That's crazy. (laughs) I've got a very visceral, scared uh, uh, memory with this franchise. And and I've seen them all and I, I love them. Got it. Okay. Okay. Nice. Jacob, how about you? What's your history? Um, well, my history is basically I'm coming at this with the freshest eyes possible. Well, the only... The devil's eyes? <laughs> the devil made me do it. Um, okay. Oh, evil. <laughs> no, but... Uh, I shot like, him six uh, times. Like you, Mike, as you're probably about to explain, uh, yeah, I had yeah. not... Well, I had only seen the original Halloween and the original Halloween 2. Uh, before this month, the month of October 2021, in which I lost, I watched every movie in the Halloween franchise, finishing wow. with Halloween Kills uh, just last night. So, wow, uh, I'm ready to talk about them. I got, I saw all of them for the first time except the first two. 
Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I guess I'll piggyback off that, then we'll throw to Joe. Um, Again, like Jacob, I had only seen, well, for me, I saw only the Rob Zombie Halloween reboot. Oh, my God. So that was my frame of reference besides just cultural osmosis of knowing who Michael is. But uh, I've explained on other Halloween episodes that, you know, I was more of a Texas Chainsaw guy, which came out first. But this does something very different anyway. Um, But I was more into Leatherface, Jason, and like... They have more kind of charisma on their face. When I would see Michael Myers, I'd be like, he's kind of boring by comparison when you look at him. Right. But now that I've watched all 12 of these movies, you know, I've, uh, you know, opinions may have changed. So stay tuned as we walk, go through this journey. But uh, yeah, watched all of them um, this this month. And it's, it's been quite a ride. Has, Joe, how has. about you? Uh, I mean, you know, John Carpenter is the goat. You got to give it up for the greatest of all time. True. Uh, I love the, the Halloween franchise. I... I've always loved them. I think the only one I've seen in theaters, though, is uh, the Rob Zombie remake. That is the only oh one that God. I saw wow. in yeah. theaters. Um, but yeah, I, I love the franchise. I think Michael Myers is, you know, the the thinking man's slasher. He's not quite Jason. He's not quite Freddy. He's a little different. So I'm excited I, to talk about all these. Yeah, and it, it's maybe not even worth, you know, mentioning the other dudes. I, but I've said in the past, if, if Mike said the Leatherface and Joe, I just got to go off what you're saying, you know. My theory on these assholes is Michael Myers kind of the middle ground. I've said in the past, I like Jason a lot more. I like the Friday the 13th. I agree with you. This is the GOAT movie of all time. But Jason's like a relatable little idiot who's just like trying to protect himself. And his mom has a reason for doing the killing. On the opposite spectrum, you have this fucking magic pedophile who gets to haunt people's dreams for some reason, who I absolutely hate. Um, and, and, and Michael's in the middle for me, and he gives me weird feelings because of that. Oh, Colin, I have to disagree with you. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of these these horror uh, franch- slasher franchises, whatever you want to call them. I've, I haven't mm-hmm. seen any of the Friday 13ths, but... I actually like Freddy the best out of all of them. Wow. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, I think he, I Did mean, he he's the most Johnny charismatic Depp? and interesting <sighs> of them. It depends on when sure. you start watching. See, this is, this is the Chucky debate that you're getting into is like, you know, uh, Freddy's personality doesn't really come out until like the third or fourth movie when he like right. actually starts being that jokey character which is the same thing with chucky like that doesn't come until the bride of chucky really like you know you would have like those couple little one-liners here or there but like the the comedy of the character like that came so much later michael he's just he's just a shark man he's just out there in the middle of the night there is no charisma there's only kills well this is what i'll say about michael myers um Mm -hmm. I wasn't. I wasn't really. I. I. I was a. I, I was a fan of the idea of the Halloween franchise. I just had never really bothered to watch all of them. And now I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan, but I definitely uh, am a bit of a fan now. Well, let's talk through it because as we're talking about Jason and Chucky, none of them would have existed without this first movie we're going to be talking about as we jump in um, with John Carpenter's original Halloween. Coming up next, normies like us. We're back on Normies Like Us. We're in Haddonfield, Illinois. We're uh, we're walking around the streets. Um, our parents aren't with us. We're, we've all got babysitters tonight, guys. Uh, and they're mm-hmm. going to be the ones who take us trick-or-treating. How does that sound? 
sounds like all the parents in this town are negligent. <laughs> awful, <laughs> awful parents in Haddonfield. Yes. <laughs> But our babysitters are pretty cool. They're up so. to something. Um, but that's okay because we've got these beautiful babysitters who are going to be taking care of us and walking us around because we're talking about the original, the OG. Mike said, you can't have, you know, Jason. You can't have Freddy. You can't have Chucky. I'd go as far to say, Mike, you can't have Terminator. You can't have Alien. Wow. If it wasn't for the slasher effect and the popularity that is John Carpenter, Deborah Hills, Mustafa Akkad's Halloween. Yeah. The music directed by Carpenter. I mean, it really, even before watching all these, just you know that music. It's like spooky Halloween music. Five, so John Carpenter. Time. Yeah. We said he's the goat, but man, this. Yes, yeah. Um, I guess when I first watched it, uh, this for the first time, because I had not seen it, right? It does play very slow, and I was surprised that there's not a lot of gore, right? Um, and then I was like, okay, it's, it's pretty good, right? It's like 78, you know? So it's like, okay, I'm taking it for what it is. But I was like, eh, you know, it's all right. But in hindsight, after watching all 12, it just, this kept getting stronger every time I saw some hack frauds do something weird with the franchise, right? So like, oh, this got sure. better as I watched other movies. I really appreciated what they, they were doing. So that's kind of my thoughts. Joe, what do, what do you think about uh, H1? It's, it's timeless, man. Like there is so much about this movie. This, this is my October 1st watch every year. This is the first one I do this season, it just sets the mood. Even like, you know, they're in Illinois and you have like that that great fall vibe. Like there's such an energy to the movie. Uh, I, I adore it, man. I, how could you not though? Like it really is one of those classics. I think it's just ingrained yeah. in everyone. It's a whole ass vibe, like on it its is. own. Like, yeah. It's, it's well, I great. think that's yeah, uh, one of the strengths him. for sure is the uh, the atmosphere, and I think the what what's brilliant about it is just the simplicity. I mean, the music is great, uh, but the musical themes are very simple. It's just that that motif uh, that kind of comes and goes. The premise is just very simple right and like you said it's it's like jaws on land right so i wonder if uh john carpenter actually watched jaws and then got the idea to do halloween partly from watching that you do get those elements of uh you got to close the beach michael's coming to haddonfield no one believes loomis right Uh, but colin what do you think about this this classic Um, (laughs) get the hell away from here i'm with you guys in that it's it's now i want to know mike is it scary because even if it's not it's now evolved into essentially just looking like an art film right it's like one of the most beautiful movies ever made uh and, and jacob said the the slow pace and stuff. I understand that. But Mike, is it scary for a first time watch? I think it's suspenseful. You know, like the way they use Michael and the way he's there and not there. You know, this is an introduction to this kind of what has become a legendary character. And he kind of lives up to the mystique in this first outing. Like, you you know, we talked about how Jason didn't get there till after he had a bag on his head in the third movie. Freddie took a couple movies. This is Michael, and it's always been this yeah, Michael. So in the first version, one. they do a good job. Yeah, mm-hmm. again, I think it's just the simplicity of the character. And, uh, you know, he's just this silent killing machine that's just never ending, never ceasing. Um, but I think what... what this movie suffers from something that I like to call Citizen Kane syndrome, where it's like it was kind of the originator <laughs> of so many like tropes and that kind of thing that mm. if you watch it now, 
I, it still holds up for sure, but I can see someone who's seen like a million slasher movies watching this and say, oh, it's nothing special because it basically invented the, the genre. Um, so it's, it's the OG in that way, right? It feels like tropes, but like it invented yeah. them. Same thing with like Citizen so, Kane. If you watch Citizen Kane, yeah. it invented like camera angles and stuff that were used in a million other movies. I mean, I think about it the same way I think about like Star Trek, the original series, which I have never watched and will never watch. But I love, <laughs> you know, the TNG era stuff. I think, you know, Michael, I think you're just born with that knowledge now. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not like you're sitting in a movie theater in 1978 and you're just watching the simplest story ever. Madman comes to town. Babysitters beware. Like, that's it. You know? Right. Yeah. And like and, I said, the lack of like gore a, uh, kind of makes it when the, when the violence does happen, it makes it stand out more because it's so kind of used sparingly. Yeah. And it's shot really well. Like they have them appear out of the shadows. And we got to mention it's Dean Condy. Like he shot Jurassic Park. Mm. Like this thing looks great. They, I, I joked, I'm not going to do all the behind the scenes, but they use the Panaglide. There's a very famous tracking shot to open this it. film. And it's like, there's so many iconic things in this movie. It's really well done. And that ending where he's there, but then he's not. Is is the shape still out there? And you leave a movie theater in 78 in small town USA. He could be in your town. What what a the great kind of way The worst thing about it. this franchise, Mike, is that that ending is so good, it's ruined by 50 films coming after it that we're unfortunately <laughs> going to have to keep talking about. Yeah, yeah and that's, right. that, I mean, that's yeah. the thing. This is before the timelines. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah. is before... Uh, he doesn't have Druid curses on him yet, Joe. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> We're making our way. Yeah, it, it, that's true. Like, this movie... Like, it is cursed by the fact that it's so good. And then that ambiguous ending, it's like, of course they're going to do sequels. To. And, like, this in a bubble is... is amazing like i said it's an art film like it should be required viewing yes. for any any student i'm always of, asking of the yeah. what are movies about right what are movies about and this one directly asks the question at the end it's about is there a boogeyman jamie lee curtis crying we should say you know i do uh, believe uh, there is i do in fact think that was the boogeyman. <laughs> that was the boogeyman. it's amazing uh, yeah <laughs> amazing in this yeah but uh, it, it does leave it open-ended i guess this is a good time to transition to where it opens up to, you know, we get a sequel. We're going to be talking Halloween 2. Now, this follows immediately, like the exact same night, right? Where it, we're left off in the first one. So, Halloween 2, thoughts, guys? I don't love this one because it feels like a continuation of the story of Halloween 1, which didn't necessarily need a continuation. Like, it doesn't tell its own story. It just kind of rehashes and it's kind of boring through a lot of it. And I wasn't yeah. as invested. Like the first movie is so good at building suspense. This one, it kind of does the same thing, but it's just, you know, Lori's in the hospital most of the time and it just doesn't work for me as much. That sucks. It you say boring. You know, John Carpenter writes this one. He, mm. he felt the pressure of Friday the 13th by this point in those other ones to up the gore and the action. You know, you texted us, Jacob, when watching this. I, I had the same reaction when I watched it for the first time in a long time. The Ben Trainer of it all. When Dr. Loomis pulls a gun out and, <laughs> and forces a car to run into a human being, explodes. So over the top. He takes a life. Uh, a guy in a Michael Myers costume dies. It is... So much, so big, so fast. Yeah. 
Well, it's, it's And can we pour one out for Ben Schramer? Because that's who Laurie Strode mentioned she had a crush on in the that's first right. movie. Well, to jump that's ahead a little so bit, sad. I wonder if they're going to bring him in in these new David Gordon Green movies because he's still alive. No, because in that timeline, <laughs> he would be alive Green. because this movie doesn't count. Oh, that's right. So, the second so one doesn't count. You can still bring Ben Schramer in. So what what does this introduce to the timeline that will have a, a big a, an twist effect going right? forward? Yeah, this is the yes. the birth of the the brother and sister dynamic, right? That it wasn't happenstance. This this wasn't just the boogeyman. The boogeyman had a purpose. I think that's the biggest sin of the movie, right? Like the boogeyman shouldn't have a purpose. The shape shouldn't have a purpose. Jaws isn't eating people because it's like mad at them. It's just a machine. It just does what it needs to do. I mean, I think like Halloween two is like mid, you know what I mean? Like it's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of the ones in the franchise for me. Uh, probably the best Loomis movie though. Like it mm-hmm. is probably the one where you get the most action out of Dr. Loomis. I think it's, well, we got to wait till we get to five. There's some good. That's true, that. we'll, we'll talk. Yeah. It's unfortunate <laughs> that the only sequels that Loomis was in were kind of some bad ones, but no, I, um, I think this 2. is 0. like the, <laughs> <laughs> this is like the midpoint of the, like from my ranking, not to talk about it too much, but uh, this is like the cutoff point between pretty good, pretty okay to to terrible after this. Then there's a clip, yeah. I guess. Low yeah, and, and this one, you do get to see like a little bit from Michael being like very strong, picking up the nurse on the scalpel. He is more brutal, like Joe said, but they spend so much time setting up like these nurse character and the the paramedic like they're going to be main characters and they just die. And Lori's not really active for most yeah. of it. It really feels like. You know, you could have almost cut one and two together, which now I understand would be a sin. But like, you could tell that story quicker. You you know, and lose the hot tub scene or whatever. But yeah, it's it, like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like an I'm extended third <laughs> act for for the first movie. And I think the biggest problem that I yes, had yes. with it was just that Laurie Strode is just in a hospital bed for the mo- most yes. of the movie. Jamie will get star. used to it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah. get. She's a lot never of that. really been Flashback. utilized properly in the sequels. I don't think. Um, I do want to point out a Star Wars film exists at this point, but Return of the Jedi doesn't. So we're doing the brother sister twist before all that, and that doesn't it's make true. it oh. good. <laughs> Uh, right, but that no. reveal, I would say, is the franchise-defining reveal because every sequel yes. after this, until the most recent ones, is kind of about the familial relationship between Michael and Lori and her extended family. It sets the path until 2018, yeah. exactly. I mean, yes, yeah. yes and no. Like Even for those ones, it does. Like, Jacob, I think you're right. It is the defining, like, when you look at the future timelines of this movie, because right now we're in the second movie, right? So one and two, they take place in the same universe. Here is where we're going to start to see those divides. And those divides are all contingent on what you're saying, Jacob. Like, this is the one that defines it. Yeah. Yeah, and John Carpenter admitted he kind of pulled it out of his ass. He kind of had writer's block. And he wasn't super stoked no, on the sequel. It. So it's like that one decision. Yeah. Yeah. P- potentially on how you feel about it. I'm not going to say positively or negatively affected, but it, it, it steered it. It gave him a, a concrete motivation. And this is how you have to use um, Michael Myers. Now. Right. And I think that is kind of and negative. to transition into the next movie. I do have a fun fact. The director yes. of Halloween three season of the witch originally was offered this movie, but turned it down because he didn't like the script and instead sure. uh, did Halloween three. So, 
Yeah, so, Joe, I'm going to pitch this to you to intro it, but as much as we said that the decision of the brother-sister thing would steer the franchise in a certain direction, they tried to steer in a very different direction. Joe, set it up. Yeah, so so Halloween 1 and 2 come out, right? Everybody loves Michael Myers, so what are you going to do with your franchise now? Let's just take him out. Uh, let's just <laughs> remove that character entirely. Let's do uh, the anthology series. People were excited about Creepshow. It was the era of kind of that birth of you know, uh, anthology movies. I adore season of the witch. I think if you, uh, the worst thing about season of the witch is it, is that it has that Halloween three in front of it. If you could just cover that up with tape and just call the movie season of the witch, you have one of season the of best. The Warlock. There's no witches in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, both maybe. parts of the title are misleading because before I saw the green this, scare is what I, I literally thought it was about witches. And I was like, there's there's witchcraft, I guess, but there's no witches. In this I'd movie. call it Trick or Treat, uh, another great franchise. <laughs> yeah, tr- trick or Treat would yeah, be a great title. A great yeah. But uh, correct uh, but me if I'm it. wrong, but John Carpenter, he always envisioned Halloween as an anthology, right? And each ep- each movie would take place on Halloween and it would be a different, totally different story. Uh, so that was kind of the idea. And, um, you know, like there is a timeline where we live in that universe where there's been 14 to 16 instead of 12 Halloween movies and they're all different. And uh, eventually Ryan mm-hmm. Murphy starts making them. Uh, um, right. But, but like, <laughs> they would have brought I, Michael Myers back at some point. Yeah, at some point they would have. Like season six, Apocalypse. Um, yeah. But look, I love <laughs> Season of the Witch. Next to Josie and the Pussycats, I think it's the most punk rock movie ever made like, I, I think it, it actually like, wow. like so slc punk which is another one like people throw into that conversation right so that's not mm-hmm. really about like punk ideals that's about punk fashion and growing out of it and becoming a yuppie this movie is a direct criticism of late stage capitalism <laughs> where you will be destroyed wow. by the things you buy and the things you own end up owning <laughs> True. you Halloween that is mess. what this movie is about um, it's also an anti-irish yeah, yeah. movie <laughs> I, I was surprised by how anti-Irish it was. I'm going to hope it's not it. coded and that just <laughs> happens to be a thing. But um, uh, yeah, I guess this one, the plot is there's a toy company, Silver Shamrock, and they're making masks that on Halloween night, they're going to broadcast a message and it's the mask will turn your head into a portal for snakes <laughs> well, yeah, and bugs to come out head. and kill your head. They'll, they'll, they'll boogie boogie you. <laughs> yeah. so. The thing is, we, we have to kind of talk about the plot on this one, not not in depth, but it's like, because it's not a Michael Myers movie, it's so different. And we're kind of basically unraveling a mystery well, yeah, throughout this. Mike, it's also say, sort of you know, like a neo-noir plot. thriller. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. But why is it, is my question, Joe. We're, we're saying the plot <laughs> when really it comes down to a guy works at a toy factory he smuggles it out and like gets blasted by it, gets helped by a doctor who's like, I better look into this. It just so happens my kids are also buying it. But also, I'm a doctor, so I better look into this. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, let's talk about this guy. Uh, best main name. character. As I'm watching this. <laughs> Love yeah, this guy. I was calling him man-ass dude. <laughs> and, and basically, man-ass dude, he gets all the ladies. He's the ladies a middle-aged alcoholic him. doctor, but the ladies Don't love her. But he's a... He's at a bar by himself, doesn't matter. There's a woman half of his age. Her father gets killed in this conspiracy. So he decides to help out of the goodness of his heart. Also, he wants to sleep Hell with her. Yeah. So that's the inciting yeah. incident. And he wants to pick up a six-pack before they Hell even get yeah. started doing that. What I, is this he's guy? Burt Reynolds. Like, he's, he's you <laughs> yeah. know, it's Smokey and the Bandit. Like, he is the idea yeah. of a man in 1983 or 82, whenever this one came out. 
Um, True. He's very eighties masculine. Uh, My question is how involved is John Carpenter with this one? Because obviously, you know, you say it's an indictment of capitalism. John Carpenter, obviously that's themes that he's talked. He's uh, a couple years before they live. live. Yeah. He handed this off to the director he wanted to make it, but but was Mm. completely pulled out by this point. And this is when he's selling it off to Mustafa Mustafa Akkad to be the creative force going forward with it. Because after this, they're going to say... No, 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 John. We're bringing our boy back. It's it's yeah. Mustafa Akkad presents. Right. These are the yeah. Michael Myers movies. So it's a shame that uh, Season of the Witch, a movie that I think is legitimately pretty fucking good. I think it's a pretty good horror movie. Uh, it's just lumped in with the Michael Myers movies, and it really shouldn't be. And like that's why people have such mixed feelings about it. I remember the first time I saw this movie, uh, I rented it from the library when I was a kid, like the, the local library. Nice, and I was like, amazing. Oh, Halloween three. I've never seen that one. I thought it was going to be a Michael's Meyer, Michael Myers movie. It was not, mm. it was very similar to seeing, uh, the Blair witch sequel for the first time, which is not oh, found footage. Right. It has nothing to do. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, Book of that shadows. One's bad. This one's good. I really hope someone, uh, reinvents season of the witch as like a limited event or a limited series. Cause I think it's more relevant now than, than it was when it was made. And, uh, yeah, there's some really great nuggets in there that I would love to see explored further. Joe, the David Gordon green of his time who gets to remake <laughs> Halloween three season of the world. Yeah, that was when Halloween ends yeah. is going to be, maybe we'll, Joe, do you like say, when they do the mass in the other movies as like homages? Yeah. Yeah. No, That's I'm fun, fine with yeah. that. I like, um, I really want to make a list of like all the movies that are interconnected because so the details in Halloween Kills when you see the masks uh, in this one, you can actually see the silver shamrock logo. You're kidding. So it's not like it's just the same design. You can see the fucking logo. Like silver shamrock exists in that timeline, which is a different timeline. Halloween exists as a movie in the Halloween 3 timeline. So yes. um, My final thoughts on Jacob. Yeah. My final thoughts on this one is uh, when I watched this, I watched them in chronological order of release. So uh, I watched for the first time. I thought it was going to be about witches, like I said, uh, but it was a super fun watch and I definitely recommend it if you haven't seen it. It's, it's a blast. It's like a, almost like a twilight zone episode. It's got sci-fi aspects. It's got robots. It's got Stonehenge mystery. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like all that stuff is in this movie. Stonehenge, robots, killer masks, what more do you <laughs> want? And a man ass dude. If you're against and the Irish, a- <laughs> like we said, you will love it. <laughs> yeah. The green scare, yeah. But uh, it, it's it's definitely a movie worth watching. And even though it's not Michael Myers, it is part of the Halloween continuity. And yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. But uh, due to... It's got uh, a great ending Michael not being well. in it. Yeah, the ending is one of the best, too. Let's yeah. not spoil that. But... um. Uh, Michael Myers not being in it, audiences were pissed too, and the uh, shareholders have said, you know what, it's time to go back to basics, so let's <laughs> take a break, back. and we're going to come back and look at the next set of films where Michael Myers returns, right after this. We are back. 
and so is the big boy himself. We're talking the return of Michael Myers. Halloween 4 here on No Miss Like Us. Um, and, oh, oh, Mike, don't, no. Oh, my God. No, no, sorry. <laughs> I'm having visions. Oh, wait, no, that's not until the next movie. <laughs> yeah, you gotta hold on on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so continuity, shark, guys. Yeah. Tell us tell us where we are in time and space. <laughs> okay, so we have Halloween. Halloween 2 introduces that they are siblings. Uh, we are now skipping Halloween 3. That one doesn't count. Uh, the best is not involved. Uh, and now we are in four. So one, two, and four are a universe so far. Well, that is where we are. Speaking, one, two, four, five, and six. Yeah, these next yes. that we'll talk about are continuity. But right now, yeah, we're coming in right after two. And like Joe said, we know the familial connection. And Michael has a taste for his own blood. Because in this one, we get Lori's daughter, his niece, Danielle Harris. Jamie uh, uh, Jamie. Stepping Jamie in. Jamie Lloyd, yeah. Um, um, so for, oh, and Laurie's no, dead ahead. in this. Laurie's dead, yeah, right? That's the other thing. Off screen. Don't yeah. worry about it. We, you know, yeah. It's all good. We'll never we get Jamie Lloyd back to this franchise. <laughs> so <laughs> those are, Lloyd you know, that is the yeah. you know, one, two, four, five, six. And in those, uh, Laurie Strode is dead. And uh, we have her daughter as the lead. I'll say, okay. Laurie Myers. <laughs> right off the top, I'll say four through six, not my favorite era. I think these movies are pretty bad. What? what okay, hold on. Let's... When a guy walks out in cowboy boots called The Man in Black, you think these movies start to take a turn? <laughs> I, I will yeah. say, I will say the opening sequence of this one is fucking vibes, man. Like, you could take the opening, like, two minute montage of just halloween footage and put any like hipster fall song underneath it and it it works beautifully i mean i do love the pumpkins in the first three i forgot to mention there's like a themed intro where we have jack-o'-lanterns and then there's a digital one on three but yeah i like just halloween vibes of the town yeah um this it's kind of like like a reboot in a sense because we're just reintroducing kind of the same thing as the first one babysitter child it's but he's related which you know now we know that so he's trying to get his niece she's like nine years old so that's the wrinkle in this that i think worked i think daniel harris is really good in this we get donald presence and there's some genuinely tense and scary scenes with michael stalking a child and i think that's what works best with four yeah i I think think, the, uh, the thing that sticks out the most about four to me every time I watch it. Kids are so fucking mean in this movie. They oh. literally chase that girl around oh, and they're like, hi, your, your mom's, mom's dead. dead. Your mom's <laughs> dead. Yeah. Your please, mom's please dead. Stop. I don't think like, kids really, I mean, shit. Kids, kids bully, <laughs> but I don't think there's a lot of kids going around bullying you for having yeah. a dead mom. But maybe Your uncle's are. the boogeyman. Your mom's <laughs> dead. Fuck you. Like, it's crazy how yeah. mean the kids are. You're going to make me go mute. Are. Cut it out. Yeah, yeah right? Man, and like, yeah, getting adopted, but somehow ending up in the same town where all that shit happened. Like, how unfortunate, man. <laughs> she gets a, the rough end of every stick, man. And does this happen now again? We're going to, this is a trend, everybody, I believe. They're transferring Michael Myers somewhere and he escapes. Does that happen in this one? <laughs> it, it, yes. Does he do it? There's a moment where he's wearing a blonde Michael Myers wig in this one. The same one Ben uh, oh, Chambers the- dies in, basically. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about the mask. Like in four and five, oh. I think in particular, 
weird looking oh, mask. Spike is regarded as the worst yeah. um, ever. Uh, we, yeah. we didn't even say the famous fact, of course, you know, the, the Captain Kirk mask. Now, Joe, you, you said you didn't watch the old Star Trek. That's because kind of, even though it was so popular, a lot of people didn't. It kind of got canceled. This mask is a mold of the animated Star Trek series that came mm. a, a little bit later. So it already had sort of a weird shape to it. Now, Jacob, by the time of 4, 5, and 6, they started making they this the motherfucker. Mask, right? oh, well, yeah. It's not the original. They're, they're yeah, you know, yeah. producing one. And it's not a Captain Kirk quality. mask yeah. that was like messed up. It it's, was a a, Michael it's a Michael Myers, Myers mask. mask. Yeah. But it looks it's so weird. It's like own. weirdly shaped and it like goes over his neck and stuff. And it's like whenever I see Michael Myers in like five, especially, but a little bit in this one, he's not that threatening looking. He just kind of look goofy. But five, yeah. it's, it's it's so ill fitting is the problem. Yeah. He looks like yeah, a pro wrestler. Was, you want yeah. it to be a little loose. You don't want to see eyes. You just want shadows in the sockets. It was just a weird fit. But we do get a look for Michael here where he's in the bandages, which I kind of like. You know, when he goes to the mechanics, like we, it's the only other time we kind of see him look different. And, you know, it reminds me right. of Jason's baghead days. So I'm I do cool like how that. anytime uh, Michael Myers like escapes jail or whatever, he needs to get his mechanics jumpsuit and he needs to get his mask. <laughs> okay, Jacob, let's let's hit the checklist. Put on a <laughs> jumpsuit that I stole from a mechanic. Absolutely. Yeah. Try to kill as many babysitters as I can. Absolutely. <laughs> Eat a dog. If I've got a minute, I'll kill a dog and, yeah, and yeah. walk into and a random house and, and take their knife off the, Sir, off yeah, the counter. Spook around. Yeah. He's got a little OCD on top of his murderous tendencies. You know? he's, just, yeah. he's got to be. He's got to have everything just so. But Mike, That's true. You just said something really important. That like we, this motherfucker ate a dog. Like that happened. <laughs> Never forget. And beyond and also, that, he drove oh, a car. Just and that that still exists. He drove a car in the first movie. Universe, yeah. And that's important to me. It's yeah. one of those things that people always think they can gotcha moment this series and be like, isn't it weird that he drives? When Donald Pleasant says in the first movie, and who the hell showed him how to drive? You know, they, they call it out <laughs> yeah. immediately. Yeah. yeah. But it's something you don't think about with Michael. And I appreciate that he can drive a car. I texted you guys like nobody told me he could drive. This changes right. everything. In the very <laughs> first movie. featured in these two movies. Yeah. Here, so. And you think of him as like an unthinking killing machine like a shark but somehow he knows how to drive he knows how to get around I, but jacob and, again i think I he knows know whatever what he needs to know yeah like sometimes he's putting his sister's tombstone in people's beds and staging right. killings. sometimes he's putting on the yeah. the, the ghost outfit oh, just for the fucking laughs of it all man <laughs> i want to ask you guys this because this is the loomis trilogy so it is you know the mm. the bonus and onus is on following through what he says in that first movie in yeah. your guy's opinion is michael the force of evil this is a psychiatrist who was assigned to this child to help him with trauma. Who's like, I give up. He must die. just kill him. I must yeah. observe no, he's him a monster. Always. He's ready to pull his gun. As he's originally, fair? yeah. That motherfucker. As he's originally designed, yeah. He's just he's just the embodiment of evil. He doesn't have a, a particular psychological reason for doing what he's doing. He just does it. And it's, it's what he does. And there's, I've seen people break down, like, why why the family members? It's like someone said, he's trying to kill the last remnants of his humanity, right? Mm. Like, if he kills his family members, no then he's just this force of evil. Maybe right. that's kind of, it's like a fan theory, but I like that thought where it's like, yeah, sure. if I, I like anyone that. related to me, now it's like Kylo Ren. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. So, uh, Donald Pleasance. Like <laughs> I love Donald Pleasance cool. as Loomis. He's killing it. 
And like I said, uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of four through six, and that's why I said it's unfortunate that those are the only sequels that he's really in. Uh, but he is great. He's he's the goat. So with some really this. weird makeup on his scars from when he gets two. burned from two. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, they burn Michael alive in two, oh, yeah. but he lives. Um, let's. I look at four and five specifically the same way as one and two, where five almost feels like an extended <laughs> epilogue of four. So, you know, one or four is like kind of a reboot of the first movie. That roof fight is very kind of spooky, you know, with Michael. It's well done. But then we just get the psychic connections in five. But it, like, <laughs> it feels like five is just unnecessary, but it is a continuation of that yeah. yes. you know, thing. The psychic connections are the thing that really stand out for me about five. And you have Danielle Harris like dressing up in a clown suit at the end. And oh, they- my God. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Four. One of the best endings ever. Mm. Joe, yeah. what do you think about this? I, I, love, ending. I love the ending of four. It gives it something it's interesting. new. It does yeah. seem like they're trying to, to freshen it up. But unfortunately, they immediately fumble with five, <laughs> which I think is the worst one of the originals, yeah, so, in my opinion. Yeah, so spoilers. At the end of four, Jamie Lloyd touches Michael's hand and something, and then she ends up... Being consumed by his essence or something. She see some basically she attacks her own stepmother. I thought it was just because clown mask, just like uh, young Michael in the first. Yeah, I thought it was like her something in her in basically her familial connection to Michael Myers. They have something genetically, and it awoken her need to kill and now she's like My- Michael Myers which is I think I didn't love 4 because I thought a lot of it was like a rehash of the original but the ending was like the best part for me because it kind of it was an interesting angle to go with and those yeah, seeds are planted to shoot a 10 year old like, yeah. those seeds are planted like in the first 5 minutes like in the first 5 minutes she goes to the costume shop and uh, you know right. it's not until the end so that you actually feeling. put that together and Loomis has that great reaction breakdown at the end too when he finds out Classic. Yeah. And he pulls his gun out. He loves pulling his gun out at any moment. Uh, yeah. That gun. I'm you know, hijacking uh, how much more Loomis we're going to have for the rest of the series. Let me just put True. that out there right now. But yeah, then five again has goofy psychic power. They're expanding on that. Why did she kill the man oh, in black? To Michael, and so, now she's and, mutant. And real quick, for me. over in the Jason universe by this point, we're getting, you know, a hell worm travels through people and possesses their bodies. That's the reason Jason was a zombie and could come back and and doing what Mm -hmm. he does. Now we're in the Halloween franchise. Four gives us the hint to this. Five, more of a hint. Six, jump off the cliff. We're getting the cult. We're getting the the reasoning, the the druid magic and stuff. You know, guys, if we didn't like the brother-sister, we're not going to like the idea that this totally normal serial killer who wears a mask uh, is magic, right? Right. Yeah, I know. Terrible. One thing I want to mention about Five, overall, don't like it at all. But it's the only movie where Michael Myers tries to kill people in a car. So I really (laughs) like that. He's got skills. Yeah, and the laundry shaft scene where he's stabbing through and Daniel Harris is trapped inside of it. That that's a good tense scene. So he's killing people with a car and the, that there's a couple good scenes, but overall yeah. I didn't yeah. like it. And again, I, I think- will say like Daniel Harris, I is one of those people that, you know, they have said it would be cool to find a way to bring her back into the franchise. Uh yeah. I think she does great well, as a as a kid in these movies. And she might come um, back as a different character. In a different Ooh, way. Um, but six, I guess, if we want to round the Thorn trilogy. Yeah, yeah, six dog. for me. Fucking Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd. We got Tommy yeah. Doyle, Paul Rudd. Uh, Guys. 
I actually like six the best out of these three because it just wow. it leans into the insanity and ridiculous and overtopness of the Cult of Thorn and all that. Like, if you're going to go for it, just go for it and don't try to like be somewhat grounded. So th- I like it, that aspect of it. Still, I don't think either, any of these three movies are good, but this is the best one for me. I like that we go and get Tommy Doyle. Like, I like that we're seeing, hey, the babysitters, yeah, that's one thing. But, like, there were kids. Like, there were children who this happened to and they saw it all. I think it's fascinating to explore that angle. Um, And I think, you know, like, we'll talk about it when we get to Halloween Kills. But they were just trying to fucking rip off what they did in Six. Like, with, you know, Paul Rudd and a physical showdown with Michael Myers. Yeah, true, I, true. I like the Paul Rudd uh, portrayal of Tommy Doyle. He's like this. He's like obsessed with the Michael Myers and finding out the reason behind it and all that. Which you probably would be if you had like a traumatic experience as a child like that. It probably would like kind of define your life to a certain degree as you get older. I, I, yeah, if you look at people who have gone toe to toe and danced with the devil, you have Laurie Strode, Tommy Doyle, uh, Doctor Loomis, Loomis, and Busta Rhymes. <laughs> Um, oh, God. And I I would put Tommy Doyle in, in the top two there. So yeah, he does a lot of damage on him at the end of this one, right? Like hitting him with yeah. a pipe and stuff. But he then he doesn't make sure he's dead. Pipe, come on! Yeah. It, was, it was Tommy Doyle in the basement with the lead well, pipe. Let's fucking we go. Lose, uh, we lose Loomis, guys, and we lose him in real life as well. This is Donald Pleasant's last film, and you're feeling it when Tommy brings the baby and Loomis gives that whole speech about Michael being pure evil. It is. It is. You're just watching a man turn into a ghost. Oh yeah, Paul Rudd's pretty old by that point. Yeah, or, yeah. Or yeah. A baby. Daniel Harris's character, Jamie Lloyd, acquires. is now a, a teenager and was kidnapped by this cult and had maybe a baby with Michael Myers. And the producers cut basically, from what I understand, makes that clear. I, okay, Mike, and real correct. quick, just because you brought it up, I, I do want to point out, Normies, this is an interesting one. Watch the producer's cut and the other one. There's two different versions mm. of this film, uh, and they are I probably wildly different. I only saw the theatrical, but I, I basically, yeah, there's a, a hint that incest Michael Myers is the father of the, this the baby. baby that Jamie has as a teenager, which is fucked up. And yeah. that's not, uh, you know, the only way they screwed that character. Like, Daniel Harris wanted to do the role. Right. She paid to legally emancipate herself like legal fees so she could do it and then they, and then they didn't, didn't want to pay her enough pay her. they wouldn't yeah, even they didn't want to pay her the, for to the cover to it. cover the bill yeah that's you know it's Which really pisses so me off, sad but, and she was i don't I, I was reading this too she wasn't asking for like a, a huge amount or anything just no. like being paid like a normal actress would would want to be you know yeah so as much as i want the incest out of my Michael Myers movies. Um, I wanted Danielle Harris back in it because I think she was really good. It would have been cool to see her as a teenager. Absolutely. Like that was a huge missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, but then they just kill off Jamie then first one scene. What, ten minutes of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, not not my favorite. I don't know if if anybody else has it, this is the cult. This is the explanation the man of black. woman. Like Colin said, it's like do you guys know the fact this one, man. originally this guy was supposed to be Mr. Myers? He was supposed to be Michael Myers' father coming in and that it was this whole thing set mm. up. But I, I 
I would have liked that less. I like what we got even less. I don't. I don't well, like they set up those. some of the Call of Thorn stuff in the fifth one, but they were going to do more, I guess, in the fifth one. But then they're like, ah, "This is oh, kind of stupid." Michael floats down a river, and <laughs> yeah, they show his. <laughs> they show like the mark on death, him, right? a medicine man. <laughs> yeah, right in a shack. Yeah, but when yeah, at the end of five, when he gets broken out of jail by a mysterious cowboy in all With black, sh- I'm just like, yeah, "What the gun. fuck?" <laughs> yeah, what an ending yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. What now? Oh, I want to ask. You, so, if you hadn't seen Joe's beloved Halloween three up to that point, and you're not expecting wild things in this franchise, you just think it's it's going to be Michael Myers. It's normal when a cowboy comes up with a machine gun and busts him out of jail. What, as an audience, and again, none of us really saw most of these in theaters. What would you think? Yeah. What, what would your expectation be for the series going forward? I would be I so disappointed. <laughs> and you got to think we're, we are we are from um, you know we started in '78. It's now 1995. So mm-hmm. a lot has happened. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like we've gone from cheers to friends. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's a good way to put wow. it. Woody Harrelson is yet to be carnage. Yeah. Overall, I think we'll this, uh, this era four through six overall make up three of my four least favorite in the series. So I like not that. my favorite I era. Uh, definitely. Sk- these are skippable for sure. There's different directors, different. There's a lot of behind the scenes issues with the, what the producers want, the directors. It's like there's there's a whole bunch of crap going on. Colin, out of these three, which which do you prefer? I I I've got some other ones I'm going to defend for being really wild later, and I like what you guys said about six. For me, it's it's too much, and five is just such a disappointment. I like how by the numbers four is, and that ending is such a good twist. I, I put that pretty high up. Yeah. Mm. I, I like four as it bookends one. Like one opens with that clown and the knife, and then four kind of ends with that. Like I, mm. I think that's where I w- in this universe. Yeah, I think poetry they rhyme. Yeah, you'd be, and you'd four be satisfied, is, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, four yeah, is probably be the best movie. But I think six was the most fun for me to watch because it's just so over the top. <laughs> like, wow. I agree with that. Insane. I agree with that. Uh, yeah. And I like. Okay. I, I don't know. I. I, when I watch a movie like this, I'm not rooting for Michael Myers. I'm not rooting for brutality. <laughs> no. You give me Paul Rudd with a pipe as a hero, like, yeah, I'm going to like that one the best. I'm going to like the one where you have right. a charming protagonist who's going to try to like, uh, physically beat down the bad guy. This was mm. one of Paul Rudd's first roles. This is before Clueless. Um, yeah, we got a he young Paul Rudd. This was the first, year before think- Clueless, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so early Paul Rudd, not even an Ant Man. They yet. wasted uh, the chance to bring him back. He's a superhero because he beat up Michael Myers. Hell, Hell yeah. Else. All right, well, I guess that's the Thorn trilogy. Again, as I said, I would watch one, two, and four and treat that as a pocket universe. Fine by me. Mm. But, you know, speaking of universes, let's just go back and start a whole new one. Let's do it. We're going to switch gears here and talk about a, a, uh, the first major reboot, I guess, of the uh, Halloween franchise coming up next. Hell yeah. We're back. Things are about to get a little wet because we're talking <laughs> Halloween H2O. It's been 20 years in this franchise, and guys, we're doing it. Mike said continuity is going out the door. We're rebooting. Where are we in space and time now in the uh, Halloween across the multiverse? All the right, right so, so check it out. We are, we, we are on the seventh movie and now the third cinematic universe. So My you God. have... Halloween 1, 2, 
four, five, six, mm-hmm. Halloween three, and now you have Halloween one, two, and then H2O. seven H two O, which will continue into Resurrection as well. So uh, be. they are still siblings. That is still a thing, but. Mm-hmm. She did not die in a car crash. Uh, Laurie Strode has lived on. Yeah, I actually like how they sort of tried to explain that by saying she faked her death in a car crash, but then she doesn't have a daughter named Jamie. So she's got different kids. Intervenes and goes, and you have a son (laughs) instead of a daughter. Right. 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 We get Josh Hartnett, but yeah, this is exactly like Joe said—a direct sequel to Halloween Two. Laurie Strode survives uh, the Halloween night, and it's twenty years later. Hence the name H Two O. Twenty years later, uh, people meme on that title a lot. I like Hate just H Two O. I just can call it H Two O. It doesn't make sense because there's nothing about water in this movie, movie. But it doesn't you know. have to make sense. It was 1998. <laughs> Scream yeah. and urban legend had come it's out. It's the 20th anniversary. This is how you That's make all, movies yeah. now. Well, that- Exactly, Joe. This is uh, the most scream-like Michael Myers movie for sure, and it even has Kel- Kevin Williamson doing some some of the writing on this, right? And he gets a full screenplay screen. credit, I think. Yeah, he, I think he's well, a co-writer. So we talked about this a little bit in our 1998 episode. This is this was a time where, like we said, you know, Dawson's Creek is going to be destroying us. You know, a, a scream is happening. Kevin Williamson is so hot. No. He doesn't get any of that. He gets paid for an outline. If you will look at our Halloween franchise, we will greenlight you directing a movie called Teaching Miss Tingle, kind of another weird high school slasher movie. Mm. Um, guys, I got to say, I love this movie. Yeah, this is okay. a good one. This is yeah, one of my favorite. This is probably my favorite like direct sequel of the original. Hundo, I think, yes. yeah, we're... All in agreement here. Yeah. I like this. This is my number could... three overall. Yeah, and, nice. And, and Lucky Charm style, can I say? Is it LL Cool J being in your movie makes it dope? Is that, is that the Deep Blue Sea uh, paradox too? You ate my bird. Yeah, it's got that. Uh, it's got that scream style of dialogue. You can really tell that Kevin, Kevin Williamson did some writing, and it just. It's very scream like the editing, the the way it builds suspense is very similar, and it just feels like that late nineties uh slasher and it really yeah. works, I think. And, and again, as we, we're we're oh, twenty years later, right? So it's it's seventy eight to ninety eight. The tropes that they <laughs> created are now we're having fun with them. We're playing with them. You kind of right. have this like sex is a villain uh, that has come up in the last, you know, twenty years of slashers. I, I adore it, ma'am. Yeah, and, and we were talking about how without the original Halloween, you wouldn't have your Jason and Freddy, but then they started having to compete with that, and they upped the gore, and then now we're in a, the Scream era, and it's like, oh, well, now we need to kind of be like that. So, you know, in response, we get it moved to California. We're no longer in Haddonfield. Lori Strode's out there. I'm okay with it because, once again, Michael drives a car across <laughs> country. Uh, should I stop at this rest stop? No, yeah. I'm a silent maniac. I'll just yes. keep going. Keep going. How does he yeah, drive through? He burns his tires out. He <laughs> finds her in California, yeah. even though she changed her identity to get away from him. She can but we find out he does kill um, jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the very beginning. Uh, right, who happens right. to be the neighbor of the nurse who has Loomis. Marion Chambers, stuff. right? And he finds <laughs> out where <laughs> she is <laughs> through <laughs> Marion Chambers. Yeah. Still smoking after all these years. 
Truly. Um, More but yeah, the first time that she'll come back in this series and not the no. first time that she'll get killed. <laughs> not the first time she's died. <laughs> not the last. So, yeah, I like the California. I, I, I um, you know, we have Josh Hartnett as the son now and he's 17. That's how old Lori was when she got attacked. So Lori's got this PTSD. She's like a functioning alcoholic, but she's still got this trauma. And she's the headmistress of this private school. Um, and. Michael finds her and the students all go away on her trip. But, you know, her son stays behind. There's some cool stuff here. And Michael is also hunting the teenagers who might be into having sex uh, while <laughs> looking for Lori. Um, I think my favorite kill in this series might be the entire sequence of the dumb waiter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's Agreed. a really there great is, sequence. There is good stuff in this movie yeah. for sure. We're yeah. In, yeah. And, and Mike, yeah. we're getting characterization now. You know, obviously they really want to make him a character. The big move for Michael now is the head tilt. You know, Jacob talked a lot about how the, the mask was pretty bad. I think we're getting pretty good for this movie, actually. For sure. This, yeah, it's much better. I still don't like the mask here, but I, I kind of ignore that in my brain like i know like i'll see the bad mask and just look at it as the character we do get the head tilt which was established in the first movie where he pins man to the wall but i I like like it i think the physicality is here they really do it (laughs) yeah Yeah, this is this one's just a love letter to horror in general too like you know you have uh sequences that pay homage to uh psycho and you have the original car and the the bit of the soundtrack when when she has her appearance and i like it just hits everything so right for me. Yeah, Joe, yeah. I was going to mention that um, Janet Lee is in this movie. Jamie Lee Curtis's mother, who was also, you know, starred in Psycho, very famous uh, movie. Maybe the first slasher. Yeah. And, and they the have a scene together. Queen. She walks to her car. We get the little musical cue from Psycho. I love that. That's a great little Easter egg for film fans. Yeah. So, so horror royalty you know laurie strode jamie lee curtis i mean it's it makes sense um, why they brought her in (laughs) and hello cool j um only one step below busta but um (laughs) we're one step away from it i guess but how about that third act twist when the kids are running away from michael they get to the front gate laurie opens the gate and says you get out of here and she closes the gate and she stays inside to face off what a badass moment for that character i love the entire ending we can go in and say what happens i want to point out in one of the earlier ones we've already got some like regeneration abilities from michael in four he gets his eyes shot out by loomis we truly see him bleeding he's not blind for the rest of those movies how many times did he get shot in two how many times did loomis shoot him six times in one i shot him six times he does that sort of like quick flash like dance that he does like as he's getting lit up by bullets and kind of like moves yeah, at you. Yeah, but right. the big move in this one of course in 7h2o is losing that head by the end of the movie i mean you just go like like literally i'm watching him like yeah michael could come back from that <laughs> yeah right well if that maybe wasn't the real michael um, yeah, well, let's hold on that in a minute. Yeah. So, yeah, you get this big final battle. I love it. I love the payoff. This is, to me, the definitive ending for Laurie Strode's arc. So <laughs> H1, H2, H2O, that's also a good pocket yeah. universe to watch. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, because uh, as much as I love this one to transition to the next movie, not as, not as much of they a fan a, of that one. The, probably, in my opinion, the best ending of any Halloween movie. And then they have to go and fuck it all up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and just and like in four to five, they, they fuck yeah. up their twist ending. So, bring us resurrection. Uh, but yeah, but what's like, going before on here? you get into resurrection, I love okay, that yeah. you have... It, it's an inverse of the cat and mouse game 
at the end of Halloween 1, right? It's like Halloween mm-hmm. 1, you have Laurie basically playing tag with Michael Myers. Like you gotta, he's the snail and she's the millionaire, right? Like gotta, gotta mm-hmm. stay away from him. And now a, she's locking herself in there. It's the Rorschach, you know, you're locked in here with me. Yeah. I, I love that. I thought that was such a great way to really like, I, it, there's payoffs for the first time with a character in this franchise. Like well, you actually have lessons learned and character growth. We get that mm-hmm. dialed up a lot in Re- Revelations, uh, Joe. In the in Resurrection, the, I'm sorry, Resurrection. Well, Matrix. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, in this one, where well, she's she's playing a cat and mouse psychologically, she's pretending to be damaged in the psych ward, yeah. and, then, and then baiting mm. Michael in to kill him again, basically. <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah, because she's in the psych ward, we find out that. Michael switched outfits with a paramedic and crushed his larynx so he couldn't speak, but he also couldn't take the mask off to show that he wasn't Michael Myers. Right, he can only reach his hand out. Stupid. But the real tragedy is that Josh Hartnett then gets adopted and then has to experience the faculty where these real aliens take over his teachers. I like that nice, universe. Nice. So that's what happened uh-huh. to him. So, so, so it's um, interesting. Look, as, we, as we head into Resurrections, to yes. kind of uh, fill in, if you haven't seen these, I have a fun fact, a story to kind of fill in what happened. So, uh, all right. you know, he is uh, switched out, right? That was all uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's idea. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis was like, oh, you're going to keep going? I'll, I'll appear in it, but here are my stipulations. One, right. uh, she needs to be in a mental hospital um, because she can't get over, like, that this was all her fault. And she needs mm-hmm. to die right away. Like, though, that was the only uh, way they were getting her back. Because I really disagree with those decisions. But I feel like the ending of H2O, they wanted to have it both ways. Jamie Lee Curtis wanted to f- definitively kill... Michael Myers, but of course, uh, the producers were like, no, we got to keep, obviously he's not going to die. And actually, this is a fun fact, they have it in in their contract that they can't kill him for good because they want to keep bringing him back. Mustafa Khad had that in his contract, correct. So. So how do they do it? Turns out it was not Michael Myers. It was a paramedic, and uh, she just killed an innocent man, apparently. Yeah, and that breaks her brain. She goes to the mental institution and uh, and then gets killed off. And that was she was like, "I'll come back," but this is the way I'm coming back. Uh, and then she kind of like, yeah, I saw I saw this in an interview. And then like immediately afterwards, she's like, "And it's a good thing I got killed off, right? Because the rest of that movie fucking sucks." Yeah, like, yeah. None of that matters. Yeah, throw all of that intro out because where we are instead is. In the glorious world of reality TV. And as Jacob mm-hmm. said with that Battlestar Galactica <laughs> t-shirt, we're going to get some beautiful blondes who want to be on That's camera right. getting terrorized by Michael Myers. This That's is right. We got Danger Tainment. <laughs> what, what year was this movie made? Like 2002? This movie was made in 2002. This is the first post 9-11. This is the most made. 2002 wow. movie ever made, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's it's just everything, the aesthetic, the clothes they're wearing, is that? the internet, the the way reality TV is featured so heavily. Like It just feels so early 2000s, the MTV era, you know? Yeah, so basically Busta Rhymes wants to make a reality show where he puts teenagers in the Michael Myers house and they get scared. Um, and they stream it to the internet. So kind of predictive of Twitch, right? You know, so yeah, know, a little bit. I, it is, yeah. But, but uh, in my Not opinion, executed well, but yeah, yeah, this movie, it's really bad. 
But on the other hand, I do think it's this movie. It's very really bad, funny. But is it? But <laughs> it's, it's, it's the cheesiest of it's, them. It's actually really funny. It was one of my favorite yes. movies to actually watch because it's so funny. You got Buster Rhymes making wisecracks and whatnot throughout doing kung fu. Um, I'm yeah. supposed to be playing Michael Myers. Someone gets killed with a tripod. The yeah. film equipment yeah. desk. Come on, mm-hmm. that's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you got Tyra Banks a watching the monitors. Of, um, oh, the big physicality uh, for Michael now in this one is he will swing down from rafters almost <laughs> with one light, arm. Right? Yeah, right, he does. A, right. He does a Tarzan <laughs> drop, and it'll sort of like creep up on you. It's, yeah, it, they're they're just playing on like the Jamie Lee Curtis moment of the last movie where she's got the axe and like lowers herself down and they just like kept doing it with him in this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do think oh, this okay. one's notable because this is the first sequel that's not about Michael Myers trying to kill members of his family. He's already done that. Right. He killed uh, Laurie Strode. Now he's just going back home. He just wants to... He's and that's another recurring theme. Josh Harnett. He, so, Jacob, in your mind, he's he's heading home. Knock, knock, knock. Open the door. <laughs> hoping I can find a hot, dead dog. But instead, he finds <laughs> these goddamn teenagers. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're in his house. He And this is another reoccurring theme. If it's not the family thing, it's him wanting to come back home. That it gets uh, explored later, which we'll talk about. Wow. But... Uh, yeah, this is. Yeah. It's also notable because this killed the franchise. This is it for for uh, the for continuation years. of the universes. Right. right? Yeah, this is and this is the most. This is the, the least yeah. necessary sequel I think so far because it's just there's no relation to after the first ten minutes. There's no Laurie Strode. There's no Strode. Yeah. Like you said, he doesn't come after Josh Hartnett, no. which you think he would because he was going after Jamie Lloyd before. But yeah, the right. This feels like a not a Halloween script. Yes. that they slapped Michael Myers into. Totally, right? yeah, totally. Like, live could have been anything. Hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, there is a fun deleted scene, though, where Michael rolls up to the house in his car, <laughs> and he's staring at the house, and then you hear it go, bleep, bleep, as he locks the car with its uh, electronic <laughs> remote. And I'm not making that up. Why? So Michael Myers wow. has the... Because fo- it's a dangerous neighborhood. You don't know who's around. Uh, yeah. Wow. And like we said, we got a young Katie Sackhoff right before uh, Battlestar Galactica would start shooting the new... Uh, 2000s Battlestar Galactica. Is this her worst role? Well, it's her, it's it totally against type from what the, from Starbuck, the character she plays in Battlestar Galactica. is like this tough, uh, you know, fighter pilot, and sh- in this, she's like the the ditzy, ditzy friend, one. Yeah, ditzy yeah. blonde. Surely this is shot in Canada, and that that must be why this is happening, right? Yeah, uh, maybe. You got to think sure. what else was happening with our big boys in in this time period because like oh god you, you yeah have, like jason x is happening mm. right now great um, comedies yeah yeah <laughs> Came so, out before that yeah uh leprechaun in the space is happening scene. the bride of chucky is happening and then right. you know this is the one where it's like oh freddie actually wins this era because you have new nightmare which is you yes. know arguably one of the best of, of that franchise yeah. but, favorites. Uh, these movies are they're they're dying out of fashion like that's kind of mm-hmm. what's happening, and right. and Buster Rhymes he says trick or treat motherfucker, and he kills the <laughs> Halloween franchise. Like Which, that's, uh, that's the trick. Yeah, he kung fu fights Michael Myers. Uh, fun fact: this movie was directed by Rick Rosenthal, who also directed Halloween Two. So kind of weird. They the brought him back. Director. Yeah. Oh, well, wow. I was going to mention. Uh, H2O was directed by Steven, Steve Miner, who directed uh, Friday the 13th Part 2 and 3, which are the first Jason the ones. Best obviously. of those ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. 
All right. Well, Resurrection uh, probably killed the franchise, as Joe was alluding to. Um, but in order to bring it back to life, you know, we need back from the dead. Tour. We might need to recruit a zombie. Dragula. So, let's Dragula right after this. So normally it's like us. I'm excited to talk about these ones. <laughs> We're back, and we're in the edgiest Halloween timeline possible. Things are getting grim, dark, and, and just wild. We're talking about a guy sick and twisted. named, full name, Robert Zombert, I would imagine. <laughs> uh, and, and I, I, I want to so. get walked Kubert. through this real quick. Mike, a young yeah. Mike, fresh out of Hot Topic, you know, mm-hmm. I assume, putting putting on some wristbands. Fresh out of the mall, attitude era. The movie theater, you're correct. I gotta go. I gotta yep. go see this Halloween <laughs> reboot. Yeah, you know, films, they're crazy. I have an interest in films now. I've seen some of Rob Zombie's work. I'm like, I've never seen a Halloween. I like horror movies. Let me go see this reboot. And I... I thought it was all right back then. Like, I was like, okay, we're introducing Michael as a kid. I had never seen the other one, so I'm not like, oh, this, no one, no one wants to see Darth Vader as a baby. I didn't realize this was the Phantom Menace. Um, mm. But I liked, like, oh, he's like disturbed and he's torturing animals. Like, it was unsettling and it's such a gross world. Hindsight, yeah. though, I don't love this universe, but there's some things that I think are worth talking about. But the biggest thing mm. it's doing is introducing Michael as a kid and his motivation. And I understand a lot of people don't want a motivation from Michael, but that worked for me at that time, having no knowledge of the series. Uh, So we should just go ahead and say where we are in space and time. It is the eighth movie. uh, The first reboot. We are now in version number four of events. So (laughs) thank you. Clean slate. We are, (laughs) we are starting from the beginning. The master of the universe, Joe will keep us on track for the rest of this. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I think, um, all right, here's my take on these. I, Love these movies, especially Rob. This is especially I love these movies. You're talking about Ooh. auteur Rob Zombie, Robert Zombert. Yeah, yeah, I fucking love these movies. Um, no way. I sent I sent you guys my ranking right before we started airing this. And I thought this would probably be the hottest take of it. Cause I guess these movies aren't well liked in general, it's, but it's, it fucking blows my mind. Jacob. Wow. It blows. My these are the best mind. Halloween movies that aren't Halloween one. Explain <laughs> yourself. Wow. Maybe, you know, season of the witch that's different. <laughs> these combine even two. These are we'll better than two, is the, two is my favorite one. <laughs> Whoa. Two is the okay. best one dog. Yeah. Let's okay. So this is guys. This, this is, is what crazy. fucking blew my mind. His, is his number take? two movie out of the twelve ranked was Halloween two two thousand nine. I was like, no. what the? It's fuck? great. <laughs> I do put oh, it man. above this one, Jacob. I agree with you. Yeah. That one's interesting. But to to blast back to this positive <laughs> energy. My whole thought is, this is a guy who very much, and I, I love Lords of Salem. I I do like Rob Zombie as a, as, as a director. I'll say this is a guy who's like. I know what they want. I fucking know what they want. I'm going to say fuck as many times <laughs> as I can. I'm yeah. going to just be so dark and edgy. But there's a misguidance to it. You look at like the the Danny Trejo character. Mm. It's like it's like Michael fucking kills that guy too. That's like the one <laughs> I nice guy nice to him you. on the fucking I planet. Was nice to you. <laughs> no. It's yeah, just cruel okay. for cruel's sake. 
here's yeah, the thing. I, right? I, I hate. Oh, I hate this fucking. I hate this universe. So, I let, yeah. joke and then Jacob, you yeah, defend. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I, I, feel, I, I feel the it, need. That's to it. I just like. I fucking despise it. I think mm. it, it's just like the dirty, shitty version of. That's why I like uh, it. Like, that's his universe. It's, it's like, like the crow. Everything's Joe. fucking it's that gross and is shitty. Like an, yeah, mm. everyone. Everybody is a grotesquely exaggerated, <laughs> over the top, horrible person. Uh, Rob Zombie has like a sick and twisted mind, and I don't mean just like in the gore and stuff, but his worldview is like so cynical that every character is just so unlikable. It's just this gross, dirty little film, and I love it. It makes me feel good when I watch it. Yeah, no, I, I, I like Lords of Salem, and that is the only Rob Zombie mm. movie I like. I do not care for the Devil's Rejects. I Dog do not gorgeous. like this universe. It's like, yeah, no, that's not for me, man. Yeah, like, his it's thing just, is uh, definitely a very uh, you know exploitation type of thing. You right? can't fake schlock like we talked about he's, in the movie. He's uh, Dragula, na- a song <laughs> named after the monster's car. He's about to direct a monster's comedy he's movie got, starring his wife. As long as yeah. he can get his wife in there, he's he's on board. <laughs> But I like his wife as Michael Myers' mom. I think that's yes. one of the most interesting things about She's Halloween the only too. person that's not terrible in the entire yeah. town. Do some cocaine, strip, <laughs> take care of Michael. Right. right so this right. one, it's like, I think I also like it more having seen the original. Like, if you saw this one first, you wouldn't appreciate it as much. But the second half of this movie is like pretty much a straight up remake of Halloween. But it's because it's such a singular vision of Rob Zombie's style and his aesthetic, it's a remake yet it's its own thing. And that's what I like about remakes. I don't just remake it exactly the same, make it your own thing. And that's what this movie is. Well, let me right? ask this then. Yeah, see, I don't think it's, I, like I don't think it's enough. It's own thing. At least the first one, the second one, I'll give you that it is. Yeah. That, I like the different. second one more because this is a decent thing, remake. Um, it's got the first 40 minutes, which go into Michael's childhood, which I actually found very interesting. I just think of it as a separate entity so I can still enjoy the original, but I also like is. this it's one. It's own, yeah. you know, it it's is its, its own, own universe. universe. This Michael yeah. growls. Yeah. growls. His long, dirty hair. It blows <laughs> yeah, my yeah. fucking mind that anyone well, would like these movies, let alone you, Jake. Jake, I thought this would be like, <laughs> you're oh, those a are person. the you're, worst. They're, these fun. They're, they're interesting. They're the new take on it. What's, you know, you've done all the sequels, you've rehashed it a million times. What else is there to do except do a complete a remake? Remake it basically shot for shot. <laughs> but it's its own thing and it's got the first 40 minutes which separates it i like that the to me it's it doesn't feel like a rehash it's just kind of a homage and even down to the details of him doing the goofy uh ghost Ghost. with the sheet over his head thing like i love the twists on how certain things are a little different Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's a cover song exactly like it's it's the same but it's different nice so, uh, yeah, and, you know, we do the first 40 minutes as background. We have, you know, New Loomis never can compare, but then you speed run kind Malcolm of a remake McDowell, of H1. great actor. He, like, he's come amazing on. in this, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think it's fine, but um, I guess the things that I wanted to ask you guys about, though, is this version of Michael, I think it's played by Tyler Maine. I don't know every Michael actor, but yes. this is the biggest Michael is. He's sort of almost Jason names Joe Grizzly, bitch. You know, they have yeah. him kill a big dude to show how big he is, right? You know, like, right. that's fighting the stall. That's the it's other thing badass. I loved about this. It's the most physical Michael. It's the most menacing. Later. He's the most menacing Michael. Again, he's its own thing. He's not the same old Michael Myers that's always just a guy. That's fine. Like, that can be done well. 
this guy is not just a guy. He's like a huge monster of a man. Who, it's like Jason Voorhees or something. Yeah. And he's just this brutal killing machine. And I just think it's great. Yeah. I can appreciate a different version. Joe, what is your take on the big, the big boy, Michael? Uh, I mean, it fits the like dirty, shitty universe. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Right. to me, it's, it's, it's just like the WWE version. Of it is. Yeah, it is. It's the it's attitude of yeah. Michael yeah, Myers. Absolutely. It really yeah. is. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not here for it. I don't. Uh, I don't <laughs> okay. like it. Um, it's got that same style. Like I like it even less. So I, 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 it is second one is a masterpiece. But. So let me say my what I liked about this one. This watching, I think the final fight with Laurie is harrowing and dangerous. Climbing out Scary. of that chain link fence, he busts like that's done well. Like it, it's uh, there's some yeah. good things in this, especially it's just a gross world, and I hate all of the characters. But that's <laughs> that's what I find interesting about it. It's just this like gross... I hate Laurie too. That's the worst oh, part. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Laurie. She's yeah. maybe one of the least terrible characters, but uh, you got Annie Brackett played by. Danielle Harris, she comes back. Yeah, right? yeah. Love that she detail. Does a nude scene, Jacob. <laughs> this girl we got to see as a little child. Very comes strange. Back yes, like powers. You just want to say, and and she, we should say, sought out to do this. Her and Rob Zombie mutually thought this would be a really cool thing for the series. It, there's I love no, it, yeah. you know, power difference. I'll say, it, and it, having it really her survive this one and be in Halloween Two yeah. was a great. I loved Halloween Two, Rob Zombie's Halloween Two, because it tells its own story. It's like, okay, we're done with John Carpenter remake. We're doing our own thing now. So let me say one more thing I liked about 07, then we'll get to two. Uh, There's a problem I had with Halloween, the original. And it's when Laurie Strode is stuck up against the glass door, she will not break the glass to escape with her life. Mm. In this movie, they have Laurie Strode, terrible Laurie Strode, throw a chair through it. And I'm like, there we go. There's logic. You fixed sure. my problem. But anyway, she's in a bigger problem. Yeah, I have a bigger know, problem with this. Scout next, Taylor movie. Compton. I thought she was fine, but uh, really, I just love the the menacing Michael Myers. He's like this this weird shambling guy when he breaks out of jail and yes. you know kills that guy in the trucker bathroom or whatever. Like everything's just Yo, so over the, the top and nasty. <laughs> it's just this cynical now, worldview of Rob Zombie. Here's but, my problem. My ultimate problem <laughs> with it, though. Can't go backwards. Like, mm. I think it's, it's, it, it, these movies are obviously a stain, right? Or we wouldn't have reverted away from them. We would have just kept no, not going necessarily. in that universe. Because Rob Zombie didn't want to do a third one, I think. And then they're like, okay, let's, you know, do try something different. But after Halloween 2 came them. out in 2009, it was another almost 10 years before the next one came out. It so. killed the franchise. This is the longest break. Yeah, like, so Halloween Jacob, 2 was so poorly received. Yeah, but Halloween I don't think 2 that's was why. so bad, it killed the franchise. So, Jacob, please tell us it's why the, Halloween 2 is good. Halloween 2 is the best Halloween movie that's not Halloween 1978. Wow, and, okay. Walk me through it. Okay, wow. freaking white horse visions. <laughs> What's not to like about that? <laughs> Are you raising this based on horse appearances? He doesn't that's even right. drive in this universe. No, but... No, he's about horses. <laughs> I love this movie. This movie is a freaking masterpiece. Okay, it's great. Some some theme stuff is carrying over from the original series. We're getting in this one as well. The familial stuff. They are connected by family. Now we shall. I was going to say this. Michael Myers is different. He doesn't kill innocent babies like he passed up the opportunity to kill babies a couple times, and he doesn't 
he didn't want to kill his younger sister, Laurie Strode, when she was a baby. He calls her Boo, all that. So there's more to this Michael Myers. There's some weird family stuff, but he doesn't just kill indiscriminately all the time. Which I, there is. I see that bothers me because like the rest of the universe is so fucking shitty. Why is this Michael Myers not like? Why is the I think it's an attempt to (laughs) humanize him, make him more of a recognizable human, and give him real human psychological problems that that instead of just being instead of just being an unthinking killing machine, they're trying. Rob Zombie's like attempting to explain why he would be like that. Right. This one tries something, right? Like it is doing something different. Unfortunately, I think what it's doing different is like saying Jedi's have midichlorians in their blood by like (laughs) having him have like, you know, the visions of his witch mother or whatever. So I, I'm tapping out, man. Yeah. I will. I will just listen. Yeah, I mean, for for Halloween too, like he's seeing visions of his mother and the white horse, and it seems he's driven by these visions to get the family back together. Which means now he's going to kill her because he couldn't do it as a baby. I don't know. It's just if he's trying to, it is something bold and different. But if he's trying to add nuance and humanity to Michael Myers, it would have been nice for him to add humanity to literally any of the other characters in either of these <laughs> movies. But that's just what his that's his thing. He just makes these movies full of unlikable people. Like his his worldview is <laughs> so like cynical by this one. Yeah, yeah. And like they try to touch on the trauma, but it's not like saying anything about it. It's just like and trauma exists. <laughs> yeah, right. But I, I I don't know. Like you have her living with the brackets now. Annie Brackett survives mm-hmm. the first movie, which she didn't in the original. Um, I kind of like that. I like their kind of relationship. Um, Annie being trying to be the supportive friend with you know her having these like mental breaks, basically. Like this whole movie is uh, Lori like trying to not go insane, basically. Uh, you got also I forgot to mention Brad Dorif as uh, Officer Brackett, great uh, character actor. Love him yeah. and everything. Yep. That he, he's he got shows his up. Um, the most likable Deadwood person mustache. in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. at the same and time. You got, of course, Malcolm McDowell. He's trying to, uh, you know, he wrote a book. He's trying to be famous and all this. Um, Driving around in a oh, limo, Jacob. <laughs> Worst Loomis. <laughs> yeah. I, well, out of two, maybe, yeah. But I think he he does a good job <laughs> out of making two, yeah. his own. <laughs> There's only um, two. <laughs> right. He's the second <laughs> out of two, I suppose. Last. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, true. So, yeah, He's this one's very testing. weird. And, Jacob, I respect your opinion. I simply don't share it. Um, that's fair. I, I, I'm I don't, flabbergasted. No, I don't I appreciate don't respect the it. lore. <laughs> which, which movie is better than these movies of all the Four? Halloween? Four? H2O by a mile for, um, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, well, there's no point in arguing because I would put these two at literally numbers 11 and 12. for sticking to your guns. Just like Donald Pleasance, you're sticking to your gun. That's oh, right. we get the origin of the gun in Halloween, that's Rob right. Zombie, so we, at least that's Yeah, good. he goes to that gun shop and, yeah. Because the it's gun's great. around so much in the other movies, we, he has a fetish I for it. We finally see him buying it. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't have a three-day wait in And Illinois. I mean, Rob Everybody Zombie... wants to see Han get the dice, right? Yeah, yeah. This is prequel. The huh? thing you have to give Rob Zombie is that he has, like, a singular vision. And I think a lot of these sequels, they just feel like rehashes. They feel like cheap trash. This movie, it's like... Like I like I said, like I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of not. He's an auteur, and uh, I got to respect that. He's it's he's a rock star. He, he kind of gives it that kind of rock style to it, especially in the sequel. Yeah. Um, 
I dug it. I dug it. Sherry Moon Zombie rules in this movie. Those those scenes yeah, are really ghost cool. Ghost mom. He's having visions of his ghost mom. He's got mommy issues. Like, yeah, I don't know. The only I thing I wish about mom. this one, though, I hate the ghost mom so is that much. Uh, the only thing I wish is that apparently they couldn't get the same kid actor from the first one because he was too old yeah, by this point. Right. He, he didn't. He was too tall. He didn't look right for the part anymore. So they had to recast the kid. I wish that he could have because I thought he did a great job. In the in the first one, yeah, the original kid. And, yeah. and as you're saying, he's an art tour. I guess you either like his style or you don't. It is pretty gross. But I do want to mention this is the extra movie that I watch. I mentioned a bonus movie. It should have been the producer cut, but there's a YouTuber called Cole Edits, and one of my friends, uh, as a coworker, Jacob, you know him. He um he's a big horror guy. We were talking about the Halloween franchise, and he said, "Hey, these guys released a fan edit of Halloween 07." Mm. where they cut out a lot of the gross stuff and make it play as more of a John Carpenter mm. style. So it's just a, it, a remake of does, the original. Yeah, so they, they they cut all the stuff with Michael as a child and just straight to the day wow. the sister was See, murdered I don't like and that Sherry because Mizami coming home. I know, you like the backstory, but these guys are saying, what if we treat it like Carpenter? And it does right. feel more like that. I think they did a good job. But if you're going to do that, just watch the original. Like It's like, it's like Gus right. Van Sant remaking uh, Psycho, right? He remade Psycho in the 90s with Vince Vaughn and, and these different actors, but he, it's literally a shot-for-shot remake. So, like, what's the fucking point? Um, right. right. You know? I wish he'd also if you're gonna do Psycho, a sh- too. <laughs> that would be <laughs> right. great. If you're going to do a straight-up remake, it changes then, it up. Yeah, yeah exactly. I like it when you try something different, I guess. If, yeah, you, but so if you want more Rob Zombie style, this one as well has a director's cut, which supposedly mm. it's a little different. As a fan of this one, Jacob, because there is some debate online with fans, do you think Michael steadies her gun to kill him at the end and blow his brains out, or is he sort of fighting against it too? Does he want to die? Oh, uh, I'm not sure. I do like in the end, like she's she's almost becoming like him. She's having visions that he's he's like holding her captive, but then they're like, oh no, he's not holding the horses. Yeah. So I the the, (laughs) but I don't know, man. You guys, you know, you just gotta watch these movies. They're great. Check them out. Yeah, and and follow up on the fan cut. I just want to mention if you're interested in that first one's up. He's releasing now an updated cut of Halloween 2, Rob Zombie, October 30th. It's premiering on his YouTube channel. Cole I will definitely watch that. That's great, Mike. So so it's worth checking out. If you're fascinated by the Rob Zombie things, maybe see what a different edit could look like. Who knows? But that's that's where I'm at on this. And Um, but even with the gore, like I kind of like it for these 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 movies because it's like it's it's its own style. And these are the most gory and some of the best the best death scenes in this one. Right. I, I mean, this is also is just following what was uh, what was popular at the time. Like, like the gore. This was when torture porn was at its height. You know, this was right. halfway mm-hmm. through the Saw franchise. You were, you, you were, were Rob. If, if you weren't gory, you weren't in. But that's also gory, just you know Rob scary. Zombie's over the top style. And I think there's more to these movies than just like uh, like Hostel or something like that. Yeah, with the added psychological background of of Michael, his obsession with masks, all that stuff. Well, all we know for sure is the series did take a break for nine years. And whether or not you enjoy the psychological factors or not, we're now about to create another universe where we go all the way back and remove any semblance of those psychological factors. Back to basics. We're talking Michael the Shape, the Land Shark himself, uh, for the reboot coming up next on Normies Like Us. 
We're back, normies. We're talking Halloween. Now, that's a name you've heard before, but we're talking a different <laughs> film this time, we swear. And as you know, this podcast is pretty famous for just talking pop culture. We're switching to true crime. We're, we're going out there. We're going to start doing interviews with actual killers like Michael Myers. Who doesn't speak. We're going to interview him. He's notoriously <laughs> never spoken. Michael Myers, that guy from who, England and that guy who killed money. like four people one time in 1978 and has it's been a, locked up the ever since. <laughs> All right, so, so here we are to, uh, Joe, to are we? keep it straight, right? So we, uh, we've, we had one and two and then one, two, four, five, six. Then we had one and two and one and two and uh H2O, H2O and Resurrection. <laughs> then we had the the zombie verse one and two, and here Best we are verse. with Halloween in 2018. David uh, Gordon like Green, a yeah, direct sequel to written by Danny Halloween McBride. One. That's it. It is from one to 2018. Halloween to yes. Halloween. So it's 40 years later, so I don't know why it's not H4O. Um, <laughs> totally really if an there was an element, they would do it. <laughs> I, yeah, right. So I'm, I'm a little bummed there. But basically, yeah, it's literally 40 years later. This is the one where Jamie Lee Curtis comes back. And again, now, because as Joe said, it's a sequel to one, the brother-sister relationship is not an element in this universe. And uh, that's just something Lori, someone made up. feels with. like it is. Yeah, I, I'm into this. I am so into this mm. continuity, Michael, Ooh. that is just a killing machine. I liked Michael in these movies. To me, I wanted to like these movies more than I actually did, I think, especially with kills. Um, some weird choices, some weird writing choices in this that I didn't really like. Um, what they're doing, basically, is the Sarah Connor-ization of Laurie Strode. Sarah Connor in T2... Uh, Laurie Strode is now this in- mm-hmm. insane like hermit who does gun training and, and made her whole house into a trap to catch Michael, all based on an incident that happened 40 years ago once, and he's been locked up ever since. Nothing else has happened. <laughs> to me, I didn't really buy this persona as much uh, that she would still be holding on. To, like Obviously, it was a traumatic incident but it was 40 years ago at some point you gotta let it go and i don't know if she would like i don't believe that she could have devoted her whole life to this thing when you know what i mean like she i don't know it's it's, she's wildly unlikable in these movies and uh also it's just inconsistent like it's it's played like a caricature and it doesn't make sense because obviously she like fucked and had a family at one point, right? So like, right. what it's gotten she worse now that like, her, know, like, like when Judy was Greer's the switch? Childhood was like this too. Apparently, um, to me, I just don't buy it as much. Like, I like the Laurie Strode in H two O better than this Laurie. You know, yeah. So wow. I, I slept on twenty eighteen uh, for a good long while, man. Like I missed it in theaters, um, and the reactions were pretty positive. People liked it. It finally hit a streaming service uh, in 2019, and I was like, hey, this Halloween movie, I'm so excited. Ordered some takeout, sat down and watched it. I did not care for it, man. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I think it's kind of boring. Huh. Interesting. Okay. I, I got a soft spot for, for reboots. That being said, this has kind of moved around on my list uh, as I've been going through this process. But uh, when this was announced and the trailers were out, I was like, man, maybe I'll watch another Halloween movie. Shit. I was about, I, I, I was going to go watch it in the theaters, but then somehow I just didn't, you know, like I, you know, it mm. caught my eye and 
you know, I, I kind of agree. It's a little slow. My biggest issue, two issues. One, it's very anti-podcaster. And that is personal. <laughs> no True. respect for the art form, right? You know, come on. And then uh, in both of these, Michael doesn't drive. But in the timeline, he knows how to That's right. get him in a car in the next Still movie. But we'll get there. Wait, he, he drives yeah. in this, doesn't he? Because he meets those podcasters at like a rest stop and takes their car, doesn't he? And then drives no, to he gets the, the Well, he, they never show him actually behind the wheel driving. Oh. So it's alluded to, to but me, I want to see it. I want him to step on the brakes when someone yells at him. Right. Whole, he has, like, he has enough awareness to meet these podcasters later to get the, his mask back. And uh, yeah, he wants his thing. <laughs> it was, I mean, like that whole thing was like, what a slow buildup that doesn't really pay off. Right. Like, like well, these he, podcasters mm-hmm. are coming to like, like the whole like, X that he's standing on, they're like, don't get too close. It's like, well, that was a cool you intro. Like, anyone come look at it. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. He's trying to find out why. To me, that was a cool intro. Uh, these two movies do this a lot where they introduce these characters and it's almost like subverting your expectations, like, like you know, The Last Jedi or something. But like, they, in- they introduce these characters that you're supposed to like and you're like, okay, cool. And then they like, have some weird twist. They kill him off in like five minutes later. And they do that, like kind of throughout these two movies with the, uh, you know, a couple different side characters and stuff. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Jacob, I'll say, I like the characters they replace them with Andy Matichak, the younger people and characters of this film, uh, including Tim Robbins, son, miles Robbins, who plays the, the goofy stoner. I I think they Uh, knock it out of the park. I think the young black child who's being babysit is super funny. Oh, that kid is great. (laughs) I'm with yeah. you guys in <laughs> I, I, I really like this two. one. I'm with Mike. I put it towards the top. But there's the 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 plotting issues and the stretches they go to with Dr. Sarah Tan to just like release this shark into the wild kind of for no reason. It, yeah. It's hard. The evil me. doctor twist oh. didn't work for me. And then again, they I just kill it. him five minutes later. And it's like, what was the point of that? Say something. And then I do like this one. <laughs> better Mm -hmm. than so i do like this one better than kills i would put this one basically for me the top is halloween the two rob zombie ones h2o and then this one i Um, this one to me like i i don't know man i i really float back and forth with it it feels a little pretentious to me to be like this one only only the original movie counts and none of the other ones it's like but why exactly this story doesn't justify not including other elements. Like, there's no reason. In fact, this crazy Lori would have made more sense if, like, one and two had happened. Especially, like, if you had the familial connection, then you would maybe buy that she's, like, a crazy hermit and and for this reason. Well, I have a take on this. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think the problem is the script is fine. The idea is fine that Lori would be traumatized and I like that she's obsessed with Michael and it turns out he's just not that into you. That's a nice twist. Yeah. But it's 20 years too late. Like they shouldn't, yeah. you know, they, uh, it's, she's too right. old, right? Yeah. I, but I, I like the idea that her trauma expressed itself to her daughter and then by extension her granddaughter and it's, you know, trauma, the meme, right? But it's, it's this generational <laughs> right. thing. Uh, just on that point, you know, I'm, we got a million things we want to say about it, but the too old fact, you know, Jacob, if what you liked about the, the past Mike Myers we just talked about was the big Mike Myers, the take on this one is he's a skinny little old man. And that's <laughs> that's like brutal, right? Um, 
Well, actually, one of the things I like most about these David Gordon like Green movies now. is old man Michael, but yet he's one of the most menacing Michaels. To me, it's oh, like, yeah. like um, Rob Zombie's probably the most menacing, but old man Michael with, with the mask looks great. Uh, the way he kind of moves around is great. I think they nailed that aspect of it. I, I used wow. to think the Rob Zombie mask was my favorite, and I was like putting that in my notes, and then when I watched 18, I'm like, well... Okay, this is yeah. the best one. Now. Yeah, eighteen <laughs> so and nail that aspect my, of it. My favorite. Mm-hmm. But you got to keep aged. in mind, you know, Laurie went this crazy over an incident that happened again forty years ago. He killed four or five people or whatever, and then it's been some locked up ever since. Friends. Yeah, but again, and like yeah. she had a normal life at some point. You know what I mean? Like she has a family. She has a daughter yeah. and a granddaughter. Well, Never left yeah. the town for some reason. Like it just doesn't. It doesn't yeah. seem earned to me. Like to to have like the caveat of like no our movie is special it's getting back to basics John Carpenter actually signed off on it John Carpenter right. didn't give a fuck he'll sign off on <laughs> no. anything that dude just yeah. wants to like hang out and chill uh, he the does, score was pretty fucking good yeah though. he did the score the music in this with his son and another guy one of the best parts of these movies is the the music it's great the guitar yeah. sting it's like boring yeah <laughs> like so, that's so great just let me say on the psychology you know the ringer had that big podcast when this movie came out where a film critic amy nicholson was interviewing a million people just across you know involved with this film and just psychological mm. experts too and what they came to was in the world's culture there has never been a serial killer who ever wore a mask and yet, cinematically, we were obsessed with these slashers that wear these masks. The closest it's ever come is John Wayne Gacy was the quote-unquote killer clown. He didn't dress mm-hmm. up like that when he was stalking right. people. You know, it's, it's just some <laughs> right. added flourish they put later. So, when you guys are saying, I can't believe this happened and that she can't get over it, I want to reiterate again. A man Halloween night, huge man, came into your home, killed a couple of your friends with a butcher knife, and stabbed you. You watched a crazy doctor shoot him, and then he disappeared. And you asked if he was the boogeyman, and a man turned to you in all seriousness and said, "Yes, that was I the boogeyman." <laughs> well, I, oh would, my God. I would go a little Call. crazy. I guess that's I, true. That's fine, but then don't like. I don't know. She had a family, like like someone. Yeah, but Judy Greer says like, like they oh, had this was what my whole childhood was yeah, like. Your mom, so. you're so obsessed with that Michael Myers masked killer guy. Like, yeah, like, you just said out loud why I should be. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I get compare- what you're saying, but what I'm saying is like, it feels like a caricature to meet her when we meet her. And like, she has this grown up family yeah. that like, right. I, too fucking, little, too late. She, I agree. She put Christmas presents under a Christmas tree at some point. Like that, that was a thing. Yeah. If you make this movie in 1998, it might work better. Um, yeah. But I think, you, ha- you know, Lori started in H2O. She had trauma. She had PTSD, but she wasn't an insane hermit who was doing gun training in the backyard. Um, right. But- she's just drinking vodka out the freezer because it's fucking Halloween and I right. hate this day. Right. Like, that's more realistic, I think, than what we get yeah. here. But this, again, I think it's, it's they had the idea to do a, a Sarah Connor Terminator 2 type thing. Uh, it's an interesting mm-hmm. idea. I don't know if it totally works. Um, it's, it's funny, though. I think one of the characters really sums up the thesis of this film early on when he's taught. It's one of the, uh, 
the, the teenage guy t- teenage kid yeah he's like uh you know is it is it really that big of a deal like he killed like three guys or whatever 40 years ago like you know 9-11 has happened like we have mass shooters all the fucking time in this country like yeah. would it really yeah, be like that I big go, of a deal? i go to a high school it's probably more dangerous than haddonfield right? yeah. in this era yeah I mean, post Columbine, yeah. post all that shit. So yeah. I think that kind of sums up this movie. It's like, is is it? And then the answer is, uh, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. Especially when he comes back. And I think that's one thing I do like about this. I like this, Michael. And I like, again, throwback to the Panaglide, that long tracking shot is one of my favorite sequences in any of these movies. Cinematography he's going from by, house uh, to house. Michael Simmons, a guy we all have a, a special connection uh, yeah. with a little bit. He, <laughs> he came and uh, did some guest lectures at our college. Awesome. One of the most beautiful looking uh, horror movies I've ever seen, I'll say. Yeah, plot yeah. things aside, there's some great shots and great kills in it, you know. Yeah, that's why I still take this over any of the Thorn movies, Resurrection. Like, this is up there. This is top five for me. I take it over the Rob Zombie verse and, like, some of the extra sequels. But, uh, yeah. you know, I, I don't know, man. There's, there's some, well, to me, I guess the, the two best iterations of. of eras were the Rob Zombie and the David Gordon Green eras for me. Mm. I, I guess so. <laughs> if we're ready to jump then and, and talk about yeah, the current one. Kills. Yeah. Let's just say, okay. you know, it, 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 if we're talking about trauma affecting one person, trauma's affecting a whole town now, guys. And and it, it, yes. I don't know if I like the Rob Zombie versions more or less than these versions because let me tell you, this movie really tanked my expectations of this entire universe. Evil dies really? tonight. I evil dies tonight. This movie is much worse. Joe, you were about to do your bird whistle calls for us and then tell us about a time your babysitter went through like a real bad time, right? Yeah, yeah. Look, like this movie, it has the the fucking angry mob of the fourth movie. Like you rehashed ideas from right. the sequels that right. you were like, no, we're above those. No, you're not. You fucking oh, yeah. brought Tommy Doyle back, just like the fucking sixth one did. You're not above any of it. You're just trying hey, to rehash me. those ideas. I'm Tommy Doyle, y'all know what I feel happened like this to me movie. on Halloween night. <laughs> Tough this Tommy movie now. is how many side characters from the original can we bring back uh, <laughs> for no reason other than to for nostalgia to and to kill some of them. Um, this movie also had probably, okay, the writing in this, I didn't like a lot of it. There was some really bad writing. I felt like Danny McBride. I'm a fan of Danny McBride. I'm a fan of David Gordon Green. They're comedies. The comedy didn't really work for me in this movie. The decision-making of the townspeople, like these are the dumbest people i've ever seen like in a, in a halloween movie hey can i counter that by yeah. just saying Lori drops the knife like three times in the original movie so like that's true but this me. is the this is the first movie in the franchise where you know obviously people doing dumb stuff in the slasher movie is like a trope like obviously you kind of expect it to a certain yeah. degree mm-hmm. this was the first movie in the franchise where i felt like there's so many bad decisions being made. It felt like bad writing because they had no other way to have certain things happen. Kind of feels Mm. cornered by being so direct to what it is. Now, the last film we said, badass Lori turns out she's got a fucking kill room. She is dealing with Michael. That's a little interesting to us as viewers. When we know that there's been greenlit two more films. So you're like, okay, he's down in this kill room. What's going to happen? We start on this film immediately. Lori has failed. You know, the, the fire is raging in this house. She's screaming, let it burn, let it burn. <laughs> the fire department. Fucking, 
hand grabbing a, a, a firefighter out of the, the heat. And we know that this unstoppable, skinny, tiny, million-year-old man uh, is back for vengeance. Yo, I loved watching yeah. him kill all those firefighters, though, I will say. Maybe it's because there was all the controversy where, you know, people were like, people wanted to you, cut you got to take that out. I, yeah. I, I was, it was really satisfying to watch because I knew it had upset so many people, I think. Why did How it many upset cops has Michael Myers killed this yeah. year? Like, come on. Firefighters are sacred still. Like, no one hates firefighters. Everyone hates cops. Uh, you're not supposed no to root for Michael. Firefighters. That's what I'm saying, though, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. He's a thousand not doing percent. things that you want him to do. Yeah. Um, also, like this motherfucker has like a tr- a stalked a nine year old for three movies. Right. Like, like, My thing with a little girl. Yeah. My thing with the firefighters and and the also and incest. Yeah, with the climax of this film and with the firefighter scene. Michael in the past has never really been a guy that can like take on a bunch of people at once. Like he, like he kind of relies on, oh, su- man, yeah, yeah. kind of relies on surprise a lot. He comes out of the shadows. He can physically overpower you one on one, but to have him fight a bunch of firefighters with like axes and, and a circular saw, and you can just take them all down single handedly, it almost kind of bordered on unbelievable for me, which. You know, he's done unbelievable uh, things in the it's past. It's making me laugh thinking about it, though. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, got, I got a bone to pick. <laughs> um, I'm going to piss you guys off because, for me, I have this above H2O. Oh. Wow. wow. You like so, this one, Mike. That's a hot take. Yeah, and I'll explain when I get to my rankings the particular But The reason I like this is we're always wondering when looking at all the sequels so far and stuff like, what is Michael? Like, he, does he want to kill his family? Sometimes. Right now, no. He just wants to kill everybody. I prefer that. That's fresh and that's new. He just wants new. to go home. And then we don't even know if he's human. I shot him six times. It's like, is he human or not, right? So now we're getting this version of Michael that's unleashed, untethered, unchained. He has maybe some supernatural evil flowing yeah, through him. Killing he's has so... turned him into a god. <laughs> yes, I like that he powers up my lies. But again, my it's insane. The writing I, I in love this. this. Yeah. Okay, so not the townspeople and the plot. I just love this right. Michael so much. So it's like if I'm watching a Halloween movie to see Michael's antics, this is the first one I'm going to throw on. He's not okay. really in the movie that much, though, Mike. Yeah, he gets sidelined for a lot. Firefighters, a whole town, the couple in his house, Big John so and Little John, with the drone. The Big John best. and Little John. Oh my gosh, the drone couple. When he's at the table. There's crazy stuff in this movie. To me, dude. Michael is so extra in this one. Like the scene where he's stabbing the guy with multiple knives. Like Michael's <laughs> never really no done that best. before. Awesome. <laughs> I, I have he's this. A child. Uh, he's playing. Yeah, I have this one dead center of my rankings. Mm, okay, so I have it wow. above Halloween uh, 2018. Um, okay, me too. But yeah. like, I think this one is kind of in kind of like an ironic way. Like, if I'm being real, like this is one of those like so bad it's good to me. Like, I yeah. it, mm. the kills are fucking brutal. They're good. I like them. Um, yeah, and everyone chanting "Evil dies tonight" really makes me <laughs> smile yeah. for some reason. It, it, I think it's fucking funny. Call like, so, spots. You know. I have this one yeah. much lower than the 2018. I still have it above the Thorn oh. era ones and Resurrection, but it's kind of in there with the bad ones for me. Uh, there are good things about it, but I, it's one of my least favorite 
Can I pitch my other reason I like this? Yeah. As we've seen every movie, I've been obsessed with Michael Myers. It's like it's like I survived an encounter with the shape. And now it's all I can think about, like leading up to this podcast. And we've seen how that affects Laurie Strode for a lifetime, whether she becomes a teacher and faces him, whether she becomes a hermit and her whole family's fucked up because of it, whether it's Loomis, right, whether it's Sartain, whoever encounters this being. Right. Their life is never the same after, right? And now we see what that's like for a whole town. That's true. You know what I mean? So it's like, what happens when a town suffers a tragedy? And it's a little much, it's a little extra at times with the number of characters and stuff, but yeah, I like the feeling of Evil that idea. What, and so, it, it makes you think, what is Michael? And just, just being near him could fucking change your life forever. I like that for a lot. sure. I think um, this movie was also confusing to me, hard to follow. Like you said, they introduce a bunch of characters, including like Lonnie Elam. I'm like, who the fuck is Lonnie Elam? And apparently his son is the boyfriend of Laurie Strode's grandmother or granddaughter. Ooh, yeah. um, all the familial wow, connections. Man. But this movie explicitly rejects the idea that Michael is somehow obsessed with Laurie in particular when really he's just obsessed with returning home to his childhood home and killing whoever gets in his way. Now we get another character who thinks he is the center of Michael's obsession. Uh, If you liked Brad Dourif Mm -hmm. as the, the sheriff in the old universe, Jacob, I was so happy to see Will Patton in the 2018 one that when Dr. Mm -hmm. Sartan stabs him in the throat, I was like, Oh, what a bummer that he's done Uh, with this franchise. Yeah. What a shock that he's in this. And now let's talk about the big twist of this movie. Guys, this is a film that not only just wants to be so directly tied to that first film as a sequel, it has flashbacks of additional footage of the night he came home. Yeah. Yes. Insane. I love this stuff. Um, I did like the flashback Mike. stuff. <laughs> Wait, I do. you did? I, I was hoping yeah. you'd be oh, on yeah. my side. When I saw Dr. No. Loomis, I was so shocked. I screamed it's... and I was watching this by myself. I went, oh! <laughs> I like, it, could not I'll say that it works it. better than like Grand, Grand Admiral Tarkin or whatever from... from uh, uh, the star Wars movie. I'll say it works better than that. Right. Yeah, I mean, not even maybe the Loomis part, but I like the flashbacks in general. Wow. I mean, that, that's a little bit. I thought they looked. I good. like the look I mean, of like, them. Again, I I felt like it was very confusing because there's so many characters, happens. and you're ch- kind of trying to keep track of these characters from you know 1978 to now. They 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 even have Officer Brackett, who's like an old security guard at the hospital now. They have Marion Chambers. They have Lindsay, the kid, Tommy Doyle, like all these characters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They didn't bring back I mean, Paul I, Rudd. What's what's with that? You know, missed an opportunity there. But they do <laughs> literally the same fucking thing. Like you did literally the same fucking thing. You you yeah, just beat had with a baseball, baseball bat, bat instead, of a, instead pipe. of a pipe. Like it, yeah. to me, it's like you. I don't know. It feels a little pretentious. Like these two movies to be like, mm. no, we're special. We're different. We're not connected to all those other movies. And it's like you literally have a mob, which is in the fourth one. You have Tommy Doyle coming back to physically fight him which is in the sixth one you're yeah. putting her in a hospital bed which is the second one okay. i do you're like literally how, just doing all of the things from all of yeah. the movies that you're like above but i actually like the uh, hospital yeah. stuff the the mob because 
then you it cuts to Jamie Lee Curtis like, oh, this is uh, Michael's masterpiece. This is exactly what he wanted. Meanwhile, Michael's just that. like in his house, like just trying to chill in his house. He doesn't know he's any like, of this is going. Oh, he's a genius. He's a, he's evolving into a god. Yeah. He's like, no, he doesn't even care. He just wants to go home. Yeah. He's just like listening to Chumba Wumba and stabbing a dude over and over again. Yeah. Freaking Big John and Little John, best characters Big in the John entire franchise. I, I, right? I loved it, uh, Mike. I just yeah. so hard got to disagree of the 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 portrayal of Michael in this. When wow, okay. when when she gets his mask off and he's lured out to the kill spot again, the second time Michael has fallen for one of these traps, and I guess the same night where we're supposed to believe. Uh-huh. Um, he looks like such a little old man. And when all those people beat him up, I just kept saying out loud, if you push him over, all his bones are going to break. Just fucking kill this asshole. You think so? No, he's a it, god it of death now. It's so confusingly, too, where it's like, you know, everyone kicks the shit out of him, and then, but like, oh, wait, he's making a comeback. Good. Like, on the well, sixth <laughs> round. Like, yeah, that, that, that whole scene. climactic fight scene i didn't I like it because it's like it. it's so unbelievable that he would just get up and just kill everyone right after that and they it's, all attack him yeah. one at a time like it's what so, are you doing it's like a ninja movie it's yeah like someone so in the crowd weird. had an iron <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing he gets the butcher knife to the back means nothing to him right finally sheriff bracket ah time to get out old reliable <laughs> and if what i know about a handgun is, is i should get as close as i can to fire <laughs> yeah uh, some of the that. kills in this are so away. some of the decisions made by these people are so stupid the couple that like meets all these people in the bar and they're like okay yeah we'll come we'll come hunt down michael myers oh, with shit, you. he's in my car <laughs> the <laughs> one lady with the, with the gun Fucking is like don't shooting go to your car i don't the, know what to tell you <laughs> Run away. Yeah, he hits the door and it flips around and she shoots herself like greatest kill in the movie. <laughs> He's so evil that he but like that was these right people are so stupid. They deserve to die. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, right. I, I have this one like literally exactly halfway through my rankings because I think the kills are okay. fun. Uh and it, it it is like I don't know. I put it in the like it's so bad it's good category. Like it's a resurrection to me that actually works. Yeah. I would put it, it, it it's it's my least mm-hmm. favorite of the past, you know, 20 years or since resurrection, I guess. Um, okay. Again, I don't like the, the, the Thorn trilogy. I don't like resurrection. I don't really like this movie, but I put it's the best of the, the, the ones I don't like. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I'm the highest on this one for sure. Evil does die tonight. Does die. Um, also, don't they know what Michael Myers looks like? Like everyone's obsessed with him in this town. Shot, right? So, so he's just like a white like guy. Little, he's a penguin dude. Like in any right. danger well, nobody, at all. Nobody knows. Only Laurie Strode and like a couple people really know what he looks like. Cause he wears a mask all no, the time. No, but they would do a mug shot. Yeah. They would put it on and the news. Were, the thing is, he looks like just a generic white guy. Him. Everybody. Yeah. But that, the penguin dude is like four foot, <laughs> Four foot right, nothing. I'm saying the majority of those installed. townsfolk don't know what he looks like at that time, and they're just so enraged so the that they kind of. I like that stuff. I think that and they're angle just like that a, works. They're they're like a they're an know, angry mob. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, mob. even the doctors breaking their Hippocratic oath to join the angry mob is. Uh, <laughs> it's a very it's a it's a very Trump Tommy Doyle. Yeah. Like I think like they will talk yeah, about totally, that. Yeah. Like if this came out when it was supposed to and it wasn't delayed, and this came out in you know, uh, right around it the fucking election, I think it would have hit a little harder. It definitely has like a political message to it. And I think the message basically is like, lynch mobs are bad, but right. also sometimes like in bad. this specific case, they might be good, but you need them maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all right. I guess. Right. Oh, and then can we Very talk about weird. one last thing? The ending, 
twist, I guess you could say, of Judy Greer's no! character. Oh man, yeah. I, w- I don't know about that. <laughs> well, so so the the in the flashback, we manufacture this new idea of you know Michael used to just come up to this window. He used to just look at this city. <laughs> and he just used to fucking think about you know eating dogs and killing everybody. <laughs> 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 so funny. You know the the sheriff yep. that gets killed by young Will Patton is drawn to the same spot. Judy Greer is drawn to the same spot, and again. It's while we hear the final closing comments where Jamie Lee Curtis is saying he is supernatural. Again, she has assumed the Loomis role in this universe. She is the right. crazy yeah. doctor who believes he is pure evil, right? But Again, she thinks mm-hmm. he's obsessed with her, but she's a- but he's actually not. Well, she found out that it's right. not. But, but yeah. I, I ask you guys, is this what it is? There does seem to be hints in this film that there is something like just on he's just a magnetic force of evil yes so i think this is a good time to transition to what do we think halloween ends because that's what we're setting up Mm. is all right michael's back he's fucking like crazy badass but now what is he like maybe we will get um you know some type of thing so let's let's jump into three but my final points off for this is they tricked me into thinking michael was driving a car but he wasn't (laughs) So I was very upset. I just want to say one more thing about this, too. Uh, It's called Halloween Kills. And that's an accurate title because he kills a lot of people in this movie. That's what he does. He's very violent in this film. So Halloween ends. What do we think? Um, Silver Shamrock makes a return? Or, you know. (laughs) I do think there's going to be some sort of like fucking cult or or evil. There's going to be an official like, yes, he is otherworldly. Because of this. Yeah, and, and it's going to drop the ball so fucking hard. That's mm. what I think. I think they're going to drop the ball so fucking well, I, hard. Well, here's my question. Do you think, mm. is Judy Greer actually dead, or are they going to bring her back somehow? In the I think one? she's dead. Because that, that kill scene to me was like so like weird and it was like, like a didn't, dream. Yeah, I was like, is this really the happening? The whole ending is super dreamlike. Cut like psycho. Yeah. So maybe she somehow survived that. I mean, we had the police officer from the last one survive. I don't know. It just seems weird to kill such a major character like that in, in like as like a cliffhanger or something. But maybe that I feel like it's maybe just going to be the granddaughter and Lori centric kind of movie. Right. So here's here's my prediction then on that lane. Um, Halloween H4O Lori Strode <laughs> shines and gets the job done. Halloween kills. It's really the daughter who's kind of driving the action, wearing a Christmas sweater, right? It's kind of her movie, and then she's dead. So Halloween ends, you know, maybe Lori dies, and then obviously the granddaughter is going to finish it, you know, put it to rest. So we need to figure out what Michael is and then how to kill him and do that. Well, this whole movie um, so was literally be. people trying to kill Michael and then getting Just killed instead. Failing. So <laughs> this was like a filler right? episode. It like, was. Yes. It, was. It, it had some great fucking going into the house. Moments. Like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Buddy, you, you, you know you shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine but, getting what do you think it's gonna happen? being like, oh, shit, Michael Myers is in there. Like, I'm going to no, just I walk better go face four him one feet on one. over. <laughs> yeah, like, I've yeah. seen him get shot by 80 bullets in my lifetime, but I do have a baseball bat. hey man shout out to the cameron kill though man that was brutal that was a good kill that was 
super gruesome. You see Michael being playful and a dick. Because it's like, oh, maybe he's going to walk past him. And he's like, right. Psych, yeah. you know? That's what I'm saying. He's so extra in this movie. Like, he's seeming, he's like, like tormenting people. Uh, and he, like, he knows that's the boyfriend. He's like literally playing. I, I see him as Cujo. Yeah. He's a wild dog in this one. That the entire mm. town is like, where is that dog with rabies? We you have gotta put to it stop down. it. And he's just like, yeah. gah, gah, gah. you know, you, you are what you eat. And he does eat dog. <laughs> he does eat dogs. <laughs> You the one scene he stabs the lady day. with the fucking light bulb. Uh, that was great. That was great. Uh, and it fills with blood. Yeah, dude. Uh, that was Lighten really up. cool. That's what Freddie would have said. <laughs> yeah, in that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, bitch. Yeah. no, like I do. I, I like Halloween Kills because I think it's like funny. I do. I, it is to me. It's, it, it's honestly. It does everything right that Resurrections did wrong. Like there's I no felt, dream mm, motherfucker, okay. but you do have right. Tom no, Doyle with the bat being like, hey, I do my slam poetry every Tuesday. We're starting to lynch mob. You want to join? Joe, I agree with you. I felt like it was almost more of a comedy than a horror movie. And it was almost like a parody because it was so over the top. The, the townsfolk are just making such comically bad decisions throughout the movie. But I and feel like that's the, the Trumpian era of it. Like it's a very fucking 2015 yeah. to 2025 horror movie. Yeah. It's like this is about, you know the real world right now. And yeah. the Danny McBride influence of the screenwriting of it all, I think is definitely where that comedy angle comes from. But it doesn't oh, always yeah. work for me because I like the more serious take on Michael Myers, I guess. Yeah. Well, we'll see where ends goes. Personally, I'm enjoying this trilogy overall. And, you know, David Gordon Green is, will have directed the most number of Halloween movies mm. when ends comes out. So that's interesting. The first trilogy with a singular kind of vision behind it. Strange. So maybe there'll be at least consistency, but I agree with Joe. They'll either come up with an, an explainer that is good, or it's just going to be completely the worst yeah. thing ever. And the movie will live or die. On I think they're going to shit the bed. Like if I, if I had to guess, I think they're going to shit the bed and I think they're going to take elements again from other movies that like, they think they're being original. Like they think for some reason they're above all the sequels right. and they're going to borrow ideas from those sequels, which is probably why yeah. they were like, Oh, we can't be a part of that. Cause we're literally just going to redo the same thing. Totally. Like four, mm. like you said, already did the lynch mob angle of it all. And I think kills already they the wrong guy. Yeah. yeah. And I think kills already shit the bed from what Halloween 2018 set up. Unfortunately. Yeah. All right. And, I mean, you get Tommy Doyle, well, like same thing in, in, um, Chapter six, or whatever. yeah, yeah, the curse of Michael <laughs> Myers, I believe. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, that's Halloween. Any final thoughts on what you think is going to happen before we get into our final thoughts, guys? Or should we just now let's get over right there? Let's read our lists. I'm excited to hear on what we think of oh, our favorite ones so we get our final thoughts on Halloween. Cool, catch it, catch you at the Myers house. We're back. We're giving up our final thoughts as we're wrapping things up talking. John Carpenter's Deborah Hill Presents Mustafa Akkad Productions Halloween. The titular, I mean, we didn't even say, guys. A, a, a film franchise where it's going to be called The Babysitter Murders. They mm-hmm. uh, smartly go, wait a minute. Has there never been a fucking movie called Halloween? 
Let's go copy that, copyright that right now. And um, again, we, we talked about how much changed history uh, uh, with what kind of films came after it. We talked about how it bended to history, how oftentimes it was following what was happening culturally in the world. Um, and that just shows you Halloween has always been there. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we've gone through all 12 films. The 13 one is to come. We did a little bit of predictions, but I think it would be cool to go through and kind of run down our lists. Maybe we hopefully won't debate too much, but kind of rank them in order. Um, who should kick it off? Who's most qualified is, is the question. It's a good I question. Jacob oh, had the most controversial list. Maybe I want to hear, I want to hear him burn <laughs> yeah, through it. I do, or, you know, to me, your list is controversial. I, so I, I don't know. I, I, I have not it. looked at your list. Okay. Well, it, and then Mike, I want you to go next. I want the first timers to lay it let's out. Let's do so that. Jacob, yeah. Well, it's right interesting. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Fresh I just meat. watched all these movies, obviously in the month of October, both, Mike and Joe put my second favorite movie, Dead Last. Yay. So, there you go. But uh, Spoilers, for, I did too. All right. <laughs> wow, wow. No love, no love for Rob Zombie. But Absolutely my list. Not. <laughs> I'm not, do I look like Sherry Moon? Come on. <laughs> Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. All right. Evil dies 40 tonight. years ago. Uh, <laughs> all right. My list, Halloween 1978, obviously, is the top. Is that all we all There's agree no with disputing. that? Everyone's... Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's the obvious best movie in yep. this franchise. Then I would go Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween 1. Then H2O. <laughs> We're getting comments right one. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People hate this. So the it two Rob Zombies so are two and third. Yeah. Okay. Those yeah, are, I, my name's Jacob, and I only love the Rob Zombie <laughs> Halloweens. And the first one. <laughs> wow. Look, I think they're, they're as their own thing, they're really good. And if I was going to rewatch any of these movies... Other than the first one, the ones I would most want to rewatch are the Rob Zombie. <laughs> All right, can I ask you a question, oh, Jacob? I'm getting you those for your birthday. Of course. You, yeah, of course. I would stop. Is there a world where you could see yourself watching Halloween 1, 1978, and then follow it up with Rob Zombie Halloween 2? Absolutely, because it works story. great. Yeah. It works great as a, uh, to rewatch it after the first one because it's a remake and there's so many homages within it, Laurie Strode <laughs> finds out the twist in that movie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, um, all right next <laughs> dirty but, dirty movie <laughs> oh man yeah so i put rob zombie two and three then uh h2o at four that's uh, my i four think that's the well. best yeah. uh the best direct sequel to halloween mm -hmm. then i would say i put the 2018 and maybe i was being a little nice to it uh but i put Halloween 2018 fifth. Then I put season of the witch. I could bump that one up. That kind of stands out on its own. It's hard. It's hard to rank within a bunch of Michael Myers movies, mm -hmm. but that's a very good movie. Uh, then Halloween two, then Halloween kills. And after that, after Halloween two, there's is like the movies I don't the like, dead which is Halloween kills, Halloween, the curse of Michael Myers, Halloween four, the return of Michael Myers, Halloween five, the revenge of Michael Myers. And last and least, Halloween Resurrection. Okay. Disrespectful to the franchise, but wow, funny again, to watch. And, and you have <laughs> number four, the last out of the Thorn trilogy. That's incredible. No, no, I have five. It, it's oh, six, okay. four, five. But six okay. is your yeah. favorite six, four, of the five. Thorns. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting. Yes. Because yes. it's just so over it the I understand four, that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess I'll get into mine. We, we know Halloween 78, the best. My number two, Joe, I hope you're proud of me. You talked this up before. <laughs> Season of the Witch, my number two Halloween wow. movie. Wow. Evil dies tonight. Wow. See, I feel Mike, like I ranked again, it too low on mine yeah. because I also like that. The movie way well. I rank these is kind of like Jacob. Like if someone said you want to watch a Halloween movie, what's the order in which I would say, yeah, throw that on. So Halloween 78, Season of the Witch, 
Halloween Kills is number three. That's controversial to me. Because I'm thinking, if I want to see the creepy suspense, it's Halloween. If I want to see crazy shit, Season of the Witch. And if I just want Brutal Michael, it's Kills. That's my favorite one. And then H2O is... Do you think that's coming off hot... Having just seen, or, well, no, because you just saw all these for, I the, saw first all of them time, for the first so time, so that's not fair. Yeah, but I felt like I was being generous to kills by putting it eight. No, but H two O was four, <laughs> and I think I could flip them. But I'd like kills significantly yeah. more than two thousand eighteen. Wow. So, um, Halloween Witch kills H two O. They could flip. Then I like Halloween four. You know, Daniel Harris. It's a little bit of reboot. More Loomis. Halloween two is number six. Then H four O at seven, and then it's all the bad movies. Rob Zombie, Halloween five, Resurrection, Halloween six is below Resurrection because of incest, and then Rob wow. Zombie, Halloween wow. two is at the very bottom. I can't believe it. Last place for the best fucking it. movie. <laughs> yeah, you gotta make a video essay, dog. No respect for uh, Ghost Mom and her her ghostly Absolutely horse. Absolutely not. Goodbye horses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Incredible. Um, Colin, you want to go? Or you want me to go? I will go because yeah. um, I have, I think, the last controversial take that we'll have on okay. here. I, I think that <laughs> Joe will have the most standard, maybe. Halloween 1, my number one. H2O. Reasonable. Halloween 3. Halloween Resurrection. Whoa, that's so hard. Evil, Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. I think it is so fucking funny. I've said before, you know, that I love the Jason franchise. I love number three the best where he kind of becomes, mm. you know, 3D. 3D, that. yeah. But my next one there is X. You know, you, you said it, Joe. We're hitting the funny territory. I, yeah. I really yeah. like Resurrection because... I mean, when he comes out and does karate and he says, you know, I should be wearing the same outfit or, you know, I didn't pay you to be Michael Myers. I'm Michael Myers. Yeah, I'm just, I'm dying the whole time, no. man. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, hey, you, since you brought up Friday the 13th, recommendation, if you haven't seen the remake of Friday the 13th, go check that one out, man. Like that, That's that hits best. all of the notes so like that 09? you're going to want out of a slasher movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, nine or, or yeah, I think. Somewhere thereabouts. Yeah. That's a great movie. I love that one. Yeah. Huh. See, with Genius. Resurrection. To go from H2O to Resurrection. H2O is a movie that I think <laughs> that is, is legitimately leap, good. I say. <laughs> yeah. Resurrection is the so bad it's good territory. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. that's where I should have continued. I liked that lane. Uh, I don't like this new stuff. But then it goes Halloween 2, the original. Okay. Uh, Halloween 2018. Halloween 4. Curse of Michael Myers. Halloween Kills. Halloween 5. And then Jacob, my bottoms. Two Unbelievable. and then one, Robbie Zombie. <laughs> All three of you. Yeah. I don't respect Robert Zombie. No. Right. No. <laughs> Zombie works. Unbelievable. And then, I don't, man. Those those dirty dog eating. Are you saying when it comes bags. to him, I'm not digging to the ditches? <laughs> right. so, yeah. Let me ask them one, one question about these universes. Joe, I'm going to ask you first because you're the master of the universe. What is your preferred universe? If, if you're watching uh, these cold... You know, one to H2O Resurrection, I think, is the best universe. And you can Um, cut movies. You could stop watching it, say H2O if you wanted. Right. Yeah, Yeah, for me. One to H2O is a great trilogy. Yes. Jacob? I agree with that. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, one, two, and H2O, followed by the zombie movies as a second. As a second. And then, Colin, how about you? I think that's the best trilogy that Joe said, too. I think if, if, if. You know, I always think that, like, you know, my dad didn't watch these movies. They're just, like, older people just really who didn't get into these. I think if you watched those three, you would at least get it. Yeah. You would get why people liked it. If you watch the Rob Zombie ones, 
kind of in what you said to Resurrection too, Jacob, you would understand why people got it at that time. It is a very yeah. dated to the style of that time, and I think that's the difference. Gotcha. But if you're comparing, if you're comparing the Thorn era, the <laughs> Zombie era, and the David Gordon Green era, I'll take the Zombie era all day. I'll take David Gordon Green. Over the thorn, I might take the zombie era over those three. Wow, that was my yeah, choices. Joe. That's- no, I would, I would, I would take the the brut- brutality of Halloween Kills uh, over the zombie. I really dislike the zombie films. Yeah, like, wow. I really dislike them. Uh, I think they're offensive. Like I think, like <laughs> tell us, tell us I, your list. I, oh, I think they're, they're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Let me let me, uh, let me do my list. I'll finish up. <laughs> so, list. Yeah. If you're looking at uh, Letterboxd, the app, right? Uh, and you rank these oh, movies, yeah. there's 12, and there's four in each column. So it's three columns, right? So number one, Halloween, obviously, right? Yep. Number two, Season of the Witch. Not even going to call it Halloween oh, 3. Just going to call it Season of the Witch. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, number three, H2O. Okay. Um, number four, Halloween 2. Uh, I know you guys were less crazy about it, but I think it sets up that, that familial tie um, I, I like sort of the action adventure elements to it. Uh, Loomis is the most unhinged uh, while still being watchable. Mm. Uh, I think that's straight up the scariest one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's, it, I think there's a lot of good horror to it too. So that's, that's the first of the three rows, right? Mm-hmm. Those are movies that I think are top tier horror movies. I love those horror movies. This next row, the middle column here. Honestly, they could go in any order, but this is how I have them. Number six, The Curse of Michael Myers is my number five. So number five is number six. Uh, Then I have Halloween Kills. Uh, And then right next to Halloween Kills, I have Halloween Resurrection. Those are the so bad it's fun. Wow, yeah, yeah. Uh, Then I have Halloween 4, which I think is a good movie. But again, like, I don't know. I'm not really in it for good movies at this point if that makes any sense at all mm-hmm. uh and then the bottom row the is just movies like i i would skip these i i do not like these ones five halloween 2018 and then the rob zombie movies uh close it out wow. so i think joe's the lowest 2018 yeah yeah fascinating am i the only one who liked halloween 2018 more than halloween kills I believe or, so. No, I have it. I have okay. it above kills. Okay, I, did I thought, not I like thought kills, kills was like noticeably worse than yeah. that. Oh no, I think I think kills is. Me. I have kills in there as my. This is so bad. I think okay. it's good. That's because like that and resurrection. I have them right next to each other. Where it's like, if you want to watch products of the time, those are the products of the time. I, so the ones yeah. that we all consistently agree on are Halloween. Halloween three, we all like that and one. H2O. I feel like I, I made H2O. everyone a season of the witch believer. Like, you I'm, really yeah, did. I feel like I did. That one stands on its own. I could watch that, you know, at any time. I would watch that every uh, year at least. For her. I feel Halloween. like I already ranked that too low. At I, wish there was, I, I wish there was a Freddy movie that was called like you know, A Nightmare on Elm Street to remember. That was just like a, like a, had nothing <laughs> to Mandy do with Moore. the Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, right. Um, um, yeah, just, I feel like I ranked that too low already, so I'm going to bump that one. Stories oh, happening. Up, yeah, so I, that's. I mean, I'm the lowest on Halloween Six. It's my second, my second worst. So I really, mm-hmm. I, as much as I like Paul Rudd, I just couldn't get into it. Even though the kill and the thrasher is very brutal. Now, to final thoughts here yes. again to our fresh watched boys. Are you happy you did this? You know, again, you well, said Jacob at the top. Uh, you're kind of a fan of this franchise now. 
will you ever watch these again? Some of them. I think I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of the idea of Michael Myers and the idea of the Halloween franchise. But on the other hand, I think out of these 12 movies, there's like six, five and a half good ones that I would rewatch for more than just like comedic value. Mm-hmm. Um, the Thorn era, I thought was like a real slog to get through. Didn't like those ones at all. Uh, Without Loomis, Shiny they would be unwatchable. For some reason. If you didn't oh, have yeah. Donald Pleasant, Loomis be was rough. the best part for sure. Um, so overall, I'm a fan of the franchise. I, I, but it's definitely very hit or miss. Mm-hmm. And th- to me, obviously, Rob Zombie, second and third best movies, even though you guys all put them dead last. That's what crazy. A, what a, what a world. Unbelievable. How much is he paying Rob you? Rob Zombie sees it of the witch. That's what you want. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'd be so that mad. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'd be so mad. That'd be crazy. Um, I guess for me, right, you know, I, I've only seen the Rob Zombie one, Jacob's favorite before coming to this. <laughs> um, but now, like I said, I feel like like Loomis, like I'm obsessed with Michael Myers, <laughs> this this shape. Like it's such I thought he was such a low tier horror icon growing up, like just a fucking dude with a knife. It's not a chainsaw. He doesn't it, like what's so special about him. But now I'm like, right the devil's eyes like i I buy fully (laughs) fully into it and the way i like to look at these is there are you know now that we have multiverse out in the world you know marvel what if you know like there are infinite universes and in every one there is an iteration of pure evil known as michael myers sometimes he's eight feet tall sometimes he's 60 years old sometimes he's killing his family and sometimes he's not it's just there's this primal sometimes evil that manifests as Michael. Sometimes he's fucking him. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's just like, even if I like that idea oh. less, the idea that there's just this primal evil that exists and it's always Michael, right? right? It's and great. Mike, you just kind of brought up an interesting point in my mind of he's the only one who never needed more help. He didn't have to fight Freddy or Jason. You know, no. he's not beating up Pinhead or Chucky in some sort of <laughs> absurd crossover. No, he's just doing his thing. So I, I really am glad that I went through and watched these and I'm a big fan of the character and I like that there's different flavors that you can choose. Wow. And my hot yeah. take will be H2O is my favorite timeline. But depending on how ends ends and explaining the mm. powers, because I, I would like to know, I just want to be satisfied. There's a potential where David Gordon Green's universe could be my favorite Halloween timeline. But wow. it all hinges on that wow. final movie. But right now, H2O is at the top. But yeah, I'm glad I did it. Well, I'll say this, Mike. Uh, you know, I joined you in this challenge of watching all 12 of these movies in about a two-week period. Mm-hmm. And I think that was yeah, quite an quick. experience. Uh, yeah. You know, it was like a movie a night for two weeks. Yeah, and a text a day we would get from Jacob of like, God, these fucking <laughs> yeah, cult of thorn people were yeah. like, yes. Yeah. It got me back into wanting to kind of get, watch along with some of the later ones where I was like, ooh, I don't really know that one that well. And, and yeah, they just did six. Maybe I'll watch six again. Yeah. 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 And as someone who's only seen the original two going through these with fresh eyes, it was, it was quite an experience. So I definitely recommend it. If you want, if you, I mean, it's a little late in October now, but if you're still looking for a horror, 12 horror movies to watch, there you go. Yeah. It's never too late, baby. Mm-mm. All right. Well, Colin, how about you? Final thoughts. What about Halloween? Final thought, hard to track down. Mike did the awesome job of using Amazon. Gabe Bezos, would, all my you know, money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me. Obviously, because they do the Mustafa Cod, they sell away the rights and stuff. It's just, I just wish the AMCs, the shutters, 
Yeah. I just wish there was a place. The fact of the matter is, I rewatch these movies enough every year. I need to finally sat down and just get like whatever ultimate Halloween Blu-ray yeah, set exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I'll say this. If you're looking for a way to watch it, here's how I did it using AMC Plus, Please. Showtime Plus, and Shudder. You can watch oh, wow. all of them from Halloween to through the Rob Zombie ones. You can watch with a combination of those three services, which if you've never signed up for, and you then, can get them all like a week free trial. And a peacock trial to finish that out for kills. When evil dies. Yeah. Yeah. I think 2018 is the only one I had to actually rent on Amazon. The others were either on AMC, Showtime, or Shutter. So in order to watch wow. this series, you need just as many streaming services as there are divergent universes. <laughs> Time yes. Yes. A universe, a streaming service. That is what but I if hate about never, yeah. If you've never signed up for Showtime or AMC, you should be able to get a, a seven-day free trial. And so if you can watch all those movies in, in seven days... That's two a day good. now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Hey, that's nothing, man. It's fucking Halloween. That's true. That's true. Any other thoughts, and Colin? Lo- or and no. I think no, it's no, interesting please. that, uh, you know, Blumhouse has kind of taken it over from the Akkad family. Like, I guess Malik Akkad is still a producer on him, but it seems like Blumhouse has really taken the, the reins on, on these movies now. Mm-hmm. Joe, how about you? Uh, Evil Dies Tonight, dog. No, I, uh, <laughs> I love the Halloween movies. Um, I love them from the art house films of, of the beginning to the uh, boldness of season of the witch Rob to the Zombie. ridiculousness of, uh, no, <laughs> the ridiculousness of Halloween kills and resurrection. So really like there is a, like you said, there's a lot of flavors in this franchise. So no matter what you're kind of looking for, you're going to find a Halloween movie. That's got it. Uh, it should be season of the witch though. It's weird. It, it could almost be number one. If Halloween wasn't a masterpiece. It's I thought about, I thought about putting that it as my number joke. one, yeah. but and I was like, "There's no way." The franchise but you have, it's got to be one or two. Yeah, it's it got to be one or two because it like you also got to put it aside. I feel bad. I put it too down. low. As, yeah. Just as a movie, it's better my than any Halloween sequel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. think so. I only put it six on my list because I put the it's hard to rank. I consider the best Michael Myers movies top. Yeah, and this one is a, a good movie, but it doesn't have Michael Myers. So oh I put it man, a little lower I just realized list. how mad I am that you have the Rob Zombie movies over it. Oh no, <laughs> not as, oh, yeah. No, again, I think it's this probably the second oh, no. best movie. driving over to you. I'm about to fucking eat me a dog. Wow. So, Normies, this has been a long episode. We said yes. the we said the Buffy one would be uh, this one was because it was a big one. We talked about the big boy in this one. Thank you so much for following us along on that journey. Yes, as always hit us up on our socials at Normies underscore like underscore us, where you can say, "Man, you Jacob know, was right." Jacob was right. The fucking Rob Zombie ones rule. I'm 15 years old. I learned how to say fuck yesterday. I think and these movies are words. awesome. Have yeah. you ever seen Skull the titty? <laughs> you like Triple and H? Watch along on our YouTube page where you can watch our videos of these. Um, uh, and I'm sure Jacob will do some Rob Zombie clips when he edits it together. So, so oh, man. I'll put our, I will put each of our lists in the uh, description on the YouTube so you guys can there check those out yes, for yourselves. Yes, and let us know what, you, what your favorites are and why is it but otherwise, H2O. Evil's died tonight. We, we've been your host. Evil this is Big tonight. Colin, Little Colin. This is Michael Myers. Carpet <laughs> Pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. uh, Halloween 3, Season of the Joe. Nice. Ooh. 
<laughs> and this is Jacob Zombie. <laughs> Thanks, Normies. <laughs> Dragula. Halloween. <laughs> All right, Michael, say something and take us out of here. <sighs> Bye. <laughs> it's up. My name is Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. If you don't like, share, subscribe, or visit our YouTube, remember, I will kill you. That Silver Shamrock song is so good. I just keep thinking about it. Anyway. Halloween. Like now that we're getting close, yeah. I keep Two thinking, oh, it's only five to more days to Halloween. Five more days to Halloween. Halloween. Silver Shamrock. We need to do a metal version of that. You fucking yeah. mix that okay. with it. Look here, I'm the number one mask oh, seller. Surely this somebody said that. The Southwest. Yeah. Dad, we wanted the Silver <laughs> yeah. Shamrock mask. We wanted the witch and the, the skeleton. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm talking about pumpkin, dude. We find out. There's a toy company that's making masks that are going to kill children. It's powered by fragments of Stonehenge, which they stole. And it was on the news. Stonehenge is missing. Like, they set it up. They yeah, set up a payoff. And then he explains, it's not because I hate children. It's because the stars are aligned and we don't make these decisions. It just must happen. A sacrifice to Samhain. Yeah, and yeah, monsters are time. I've got to do it. <laughs> so crazy. Can't trust them. <laughs> They stole Stonehenge because the stars told them to, and they're killing all the children. What is it? It's perfect, is what it is. It's it's it's, it's a Netflix miniseries that someone's got to do. If I licked (laughs) Burrell's corpse, if I licked Stonehenge, would a bunch of spiders and snakes shoot out of my brain? Yeah, dog, you get oogie boogie. Probably, (laughs) you get oogie boogie. But when Burt Reynolds breaks out of jail, first try, throws the mask on the security camera, first try, figures out their computer, first try, somehow knows that You're dumping a, a box of these tokens will short circuit everybody. Yeah, again, Doc. First try, next one is baby. I'm, I'm gonna want the character where you have the the handsome '80s hero yeah. come in and take down whatever the baddie is. This is my last note for this: the handkerchief. He has oh, that yeah. fucking handkerchief in his pocket the whole time. And yeah. I'm like, this is so cool dumb. Guy. Why does he have this handkerchief? <laughs> Only for him to punch through the robot. And then his hand is gooey. He pulls out the <laughs> handkerchief to wipe his hand. It's a great moment. The setup and payoff is unbelievable in that film. That's right. It's a Chef's thing of beauty. Kiss. thing of beauty.